Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Coming at you live from the Dankin Newtown, this is the Simpsons Index, episode 36. Hello, I am your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and joining me in the Dank this week is... Oh, it's me. It's Jordan. I didn't prepare anything. <laughs> and... I'm Sherry. I'm Terry. We're twins. twins. <laughs> and finally, uh, BT Calloway, one of your chair moisteners from Sector 7G. <laughs> nice. So you might, uh, fair listener, be wondering wait, why are there five voices on the podcast? Is the what? spreadsheet once again sprouting another column for a fifth guest? No, that's not the case. Uh, through the magic of the podcast world, I've managed to fuse previous guests Danny Rosewell and Claire RR into one person that I call Clanny RRR. How do you guys feel uh, after that process? Uh, uh, a little moist. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> and now you might be wondering why I've done this. Well, I wanted to do something special because tonight is a special episode. Gasp. Because uh, this is the podcast where we review th- The Simpsons three episodes at a time. The catch is each episode comes from a different decade. And just then we watched our HD era episode. But before we talk about that, I just want to announce, guys... The Simpsons Index just watched its 100th episode uh, of yay! The Simpsons. You should have told me I'd have worn a different hat. <laughs> I would have the worn hat pants. you're wearing is lovely. I mean, it's invisible, could use, but... Could use more sequins. Just use your imagination sequins. No. I have to say, though, that like, for the 100th episode, that was god-awful. Why did you do that to us? <laughs> hey, this well, is this means to be a critic. Yeah. Is that? Hey, this isn't the 100th episode of the podcast. It's the 100th episode that we've reviewed. Is so. that including the ones we got too drunk to actually publish on, on the podcast? No. <laughs> <laughs> the, Do the, over. And yeah, for our the 100th episode that the Simpsons Index have reviewed, we just watched season 26, episode 12, The Musk Who Fell to Earth. Mm. Okay, so this is the one where Elon Musk comes to town and they jerk him off like, uh, much like they did three years ago for the Lady Gaga episode. Guys, what'd you think? It was garbage. (laughs) That's a good opinion. It was smelly garbage. It was terrible. Mm Mm-hmm. It just... It, it had nothing to enthrall the viewer at all. No. Uh, uh, out of the gate, I don't think we recommend this one. <laughs> Can you guess what we're going to rate it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd only recommend it if it was opposite day. It's not opposite It day. isn't. All right. So anyway, starting off at the start. Oh, yeah. Also, this episode aired January 25th, 2015. Um, so it starts out with this uh, weird bit about the eagle. Well, can I just say as well, sorry, they, they skip the opening credit mm-hmm. to go, well, purely with a, I don't know, is the, the Bumblebee Man a normal part of this season? Like the, the credits? Because it says uh, the Simpsons and, and Bees chase Bumblebee no, it's, Man it's across It's a different thing. thing each time. You yeah. actually bring up a good point. Uh, something we haven't really talked about is that the HD era episodes like really cram in a lot of recurring gags into the intro sequence. Mm. Like... When the Simpsons scroll comes up, there's usually something tagging along with it there. And mm. the kids cutting off the head of the statue. Ralph says something different every time. As they zoom into the school, there's a billboard gag every time and it's different. And there's a chalkboard gag. Like, they really do cram a lot of stuff into the intro sequences Except now. Except this episode, they decided they obviously had too much material that they couldn't do as uh, like an intro sequence at all. Yeah, they're just sitting there going, it's all too good, can't cut anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, they say in writing, you know, you've got to kill your darlings, but goddamn. <laughs> yeah, if this was this... someone's darling, it should be drowned at birth. <laughs> wow. But yeah, accurate. Ouch. Like... <laughs> Like I was like, oh, like not even half asking like their shock. <laughs> like I'd, I'd be watching it that happen and be like, oh, that's a bit bad, but all right, yeah. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> I'll help you. And then the bubbles um, stop. It it just it was completely unnecessary. It wasn't funny for Mm-mm. starters. So she's got the birdhouse, little cute birds. There's the bald eagle. You think okay, it's gonna be some sort of patriot, you know, thing, right? No. Eagle eats some birds. For some reason, Homer gets really shitty about this. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, there was a he tried. The bird tries to take Maggie. Okay, then they're playing mousetrap in Bart's room. The bird comes in, and then the bird's in a in a sack, and he's trying to kill the bird. Mm. And then Lisa is like, "No, let's rescue it and release it." I'm like, "You're the ones trying to kill it. It was fine before you tried to capture it." Yeah. Um, and in this fight with the bird, I didn't mind the whole bit until the bird went into the house and it just felt like they dragged it out way too long. Button Millhouse are playing Mouse Catch, another one of the stupid... Parallel imports, yeah. Yeah, which just, again, is it really, can they not afford to pay like a th- probably a thousand dollar usage of the name? Is it a Milton Bradley game? Who knows? Then. I think you could use it under yeah. fair use of uh, it being parody, essentially. Mm. Yeah. Um, but maybe just, that's why they had to call it Mouse Catch. Okay. And I just quickly inject... Okay, I do like the joke where Homer identifies a bald eagle by the uh, US quarter. Holding a quarter up. Yeah, but, it's actually a proper quarter. Yeah, but I also want to say that uh, killing or attempting to kill or attempting to eat, as they do or do in this uh, episode, is in fact a federal offense. Oh, yeah. Uh, maximum tw- uh, $250,000 or two years imprisonment. Because they're, in da- they're an endangered species, I'm pretty well, that, sure. And they're America's uh, coat of arms. Unlike our yep. coat of arms, the uh, emu and the kangaroo, which we regularly eat. Yeah. And they were delicious. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, he, Good of arm salad, try it out. While he... Because Homer flat out threatens to just murder this bird. Not just say, hey, you know, I'll have to, you know... Ba-. He says, yeah, I'm he gonna bash him, him up and threatens to beat him bag. to death. Yeah, he threatens threat- to bash him against a wall until he dies. Literally the words he uses. I'm like, That's what the fuck is that? Oh, and the eye gag as well. Oh. Yet another yeah, eye too gag. much, too much. Yeah, not cool. But it wasn't yeah. even like proper gross, like when his eye pops out at, at Willie's, you know, like uh, the, the with the mm. hose. It was much vainier. Yeah, this was just there like a piece I, of string. Because I think you see the void behind his eye. Yeah. Yes, made it feel like an itchy and scratchy. Yeah. Made it feel removed from reality. Mm. Mm. Oh, Although totally. Maybe people do have voids behind their eyes. Yeah. And so it turns I've out the Simpsons uh, endeavor to save this bird and rehabilitate it. And, you know, flashcard two weeks later, they. Uh, it was like four weeks later. It's like. That was an episode you could have done. Yeah, yeah. Mm. They they really cut straight to the end of that when they're why why and the and the only purpose the eagle served was to get torched by Elon Musk's fucking spaceship as he's crash landing into Springfield yeah. and then they set off on the set of cliches of oh it's Elon Musk wow wow he's the greatest inventor and what are you doing in Springfield mm. Elon Musk yeah, and at the Simpsons dinner table it's no very less. much that what are you doing in Springfield. Elon Musk. Yeah. I will say uh, notes number five and 11 for me are both no and then no, respectively. <laughs> in, in regards That's to how him, I feel about this episode. In regards we to him do- being a voice actor? No, as in regard, before Elon Musk even showed up, no, uh, note number five, just no. That's my, but those are my, that's my summation of Elon Musk doing any kind of voice acting in He's, future. Yeah, clearly not. He was good amazing. in South Park. Was he? Yeah. We'll never know because I will not watch him after that. <laughs> uh, can I just say as well, sorry, just quickly before that, 
the eagle rips out Homer's two of both of Homer's hairs. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I've never noticed before. Homer looks weird, bald. Yeah, yeah, creepy yeah. as. The few times weird. it's happened, like when he's in the military or uh, joining a cult. Yeah, it's like, that actually lent to a good gag. You yeah. know, boy, pa- pass me my toupee, and yeah, thump. yeah, and yeah. It's just laughed. like a bald cap with the two hairs still mm. on. Yeah, no, that no that's too bad. That's clever. So, going into Act 2, Elon Musk has confessed, I'm in Springfield because I'm all out of ideas. And he, like, sort of takes up Homer like an idiot savant mentor or some Mm. shit. Do you feel like this is sort of a a metaphor for what the writers are going through? Like, we've got no fucking ideas. Let's just make Homer say stupid shit. Because that's essentially what happens. I feel like the joke about the the raison d'etre, like, the the reason for existing in French for all our non-kind of... Well, I was confused, so thank you. Brain. Um, Like what? Raison d'etre, which is the... Sorry. Oh, wait. Never mind. Um, <laughs> See, I just thought it meant detrimental raisins. So yeah. I was confused. Unfortunately. Oh, okay. Raisin derriere. That's like a really wrinkly, but I feel like purplish bite. bite. Yeah, I know bite. what that means. <laughs> um, but I felt like that, yeah, that was a perfect example of The Simpsons being self-referential. Mm. On it. Uh, I will quickly say I do like the line where Elon Musk's spaceship lands and it's like... They mentioned something about crushing their mailman. He's just like, honey, guess who just crushed my leg? That was great. That was okay. Yeah. Um, also, just on lines we liked around this time as well, when we're carpooling, um, Homer says the line, you know, if you're going to have a lift, it's ask gas or grass. You can, I, I yeah, thought that was cute. That was oh, you didn't like ask, it? Ask it grass or gas. It just didn't make sense. Sorry. Because uh, if you, he's going to give you a lift, you have to either give up your ass, no, some gas, or I, some grass. I know what it means, but if Elon Musk isn't going to pay him or give him weed, he means he's saying to Elon Musk, blow me. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was requesting anal sex, some weed, and some petrol. Or. All three? Or. <laughs> it's all, not and. <laughs> no wonder Elon Musk later fell, a, fell in love with Homer. Obviously, mm. it was a bonding moment. I, I just had a note here as well. Saying the word protons is not a joke. <laughs> That's also true. Oh, yeah. No, that yeah. was a weird place to leave the act on. Yeah, that was just the end yeah, of it. Was... If anyone asks you what you're doing, just say something about protons. Like that... It's not a joke, Homer. It's, you, you know what? You know what? Let's try it tomorrow. Everyone go to their place of business. Just go protons. I don't think it that awkward silence after, like I just did. Hmm. So, and in another, this is a term that uh, worst episode ever podcast coined, which was the Wiggum and Lou corner. Um, mm. Yeah, this was bad. Yeah, this and he Elon Musk paper lands in the coffee, and Wiggum gets freaked out and shoots Lou like twice. Like yeah. And that and Lou sounded really wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. Homer and and Elon are, are like Elon is sitting in the back seat while Homer yeah. drives. Yeah. What is he like a fucking chauffeur? Like, well, what's the problem with Elon? Yeah. Why can't he sit in the front with Homer? Especially so he can talk Lisa to Lisa and scrunch up notes and throw them. Uh, you mean and, make oh them. god, Lisa was so unnecessary in this scene as well. I think it's because she is so enamored with Elon Musk and the idea of him that she just wants to kind of leech off every moment that she can have with him. But see, that's the thing. They could have taken that, that the idea of somebody famous and intelligent coming to the Simpsons like world and Lisa being totally enamored. They've done that storyline before and they mm. could have kind of rehashed it to mm. s- more success, I feel. Yeah, they only sort of feather touched on that premise mm. where most of it, and I actually kind of like the concept of Mr. Burns um, taking on Elon Musk into his power plant and yeah. like it ends up ruining him. They just, it didn't, it wasn't executed well at all. Mm-hmm. I, I would I would have liked that more if it was kind of like Elon Musk almost doing it as a... Um, 
like a fuck you almost to Burns, like that that greed like that yeah. he has. Because obviously Elon Musk must be a very rich guy, but he yeah. gives away a lot of money to money and patents. And yeah, stuff, yeah, absolutely to a lot of stuff, and I think he must um, that kind of greed of hoarding money must yeah. really incense him. And so I think I, if they turned it into a no, I've done it because you know I wanted to ruin you. That would have been almost a storyline. But instead I actually of just thought a, that's where it was going. Yeah. Honestly, like I thought he was just like, look at all the money you can make. I mean, when he specifically said he didn't care about money. Yeah. Then he sort of does it almost by, you know, disinterest more mm. than by anything deliberate. Yeah. No, that's right. There was a very quick bit, Mr. Burns, where he goes, well, the doctor says I'm not allowed to imagine any things anymore, so I've hired an imaginer, which I liked at the beginning, who then runs in and is like, oh, I can picture it now. Yeah, but then they drag really it on too they long. They drag it. There's so many to drag it on way too long moments. It, just having him leave it at, oh, I like it. I can picture it now. And that's enough. Mm. You don't I, need I, to then everything else with him. I, I like how they call it an imaginer because if they called it an imagineer. They would Disney get would sue. sued by Disney <laughs> so hard. So fast as well. That, so, yeah. oh, that you are so sued. Dry and Disney would be on the phone. Yeah. Maybe it was another one of their parallel imports. They're that afraid of Disney lawyers. Everyone's afraid of Disney lawyers, man. Oh, horror movie, Disney lawyer. You say Disney lawyer three times in the window. In the middle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then they're going to you. No, Although- wish Disney lawyers upon a star. And then- <laughs> Although I did, I did like the joke of like, you know, this is the person who revol- revolutionized the car. And it's like, <gasps> Henry Ford, Ford, you're looking better than ever. Just like the city of Detroit. <laughs> yeah, take that, Detroit, is officially in my notes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and yeah, and uh, Smithers in that exact same scene as well. Don't you know this is Elon Musk? And yeah, uh, so much of this episode yeah. feels like... Like the, the 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 writer is just lecturing the audience. I just, mean, yeah, name dropping someone they've already name dropped who's already in the goddamn episode. I feel like it's just a whole half the episode is just cradling his balls very it's really, gently. It's really vain. <laughs> yeah. For, to be fair, it must be hard to write an episode while you've got Elon Musk's balls in your other hand. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> I bet he I demanded you know your good hand as well. I know. So like, your dominant so hand is extra, cradling balls. Like, yeah. yeah. And your other hand's trying to type. Yeah. Do you reckon they took shifts? <laughs> I, th- I reckon it was shifts, yeah. I bet yeah. The, they had know, one two... team of writers working the balls, the other working the shaft. <laughs> <laughs> That's teamwork. And then whatever was jizzed out across the page, they just published. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure they turned that into Starship fuel. I feel like they... they uh, Elon Musk reason... powering Starships with cum. <laughs> My cum. I, I don't know. Okay. No, I'm being the, the designated SJW here. Um, <laughs> when they're talking about like, oh, that's like a Lenny's suggestion or something. He goes, and Mr. Burns goes, that's the white one, right? That's like, just confusing. That's no, just another rehash of the uh, old joke from Homer going, yeah, uh, white guys have names like Lenny and black guys have names like Carl. Or writing Lenny, white, Carl, black on his hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's so much of that. It's it's racist. It's just, I don't think it's racist. It just seems incredibly lazy. Like, <laughs> Mr. Burns isn't expected to know who these people are. No. They're is just it, one of the drones the, from the, Sector 7G. The better line would be, Letty, does he work here? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, uh, the lunchtime gags where Elon Musk and Homer were sitting on the cooling tower. What'd you think of that? Like, the drone sushi and... Um, don't ever make jokes about lunch. It's very good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm offended. Yeah. The, the, the drone sushi, okay. It's fine. That was fine. I mean, it wasn't funny, but it was fine. And then, what the fuck happened to that bit? Like The hugs? 
the the oh, awkward oh. hugs. Oh. And then the, the drone was playing the vi- and then the drone was playing the violin with like little comedy arms. Yeah. What another example of a joke that just got dragged on way too long and just got boring. Yeah. If they were like, hey, you can get sushi by drone now, I'd be very happy. Mm-hmm. But um uh, we if- just got burgers by bike. Speaking of which, a slight diversion to the food index. We just ate burgers by Josh. Guys, what'd you think? Very, very good. Oh my god, so good. So many goods. I'm the chicken. still eating it. Really oh, you good. are too. <laughs> the, the, the lunch bit. There's this bit where like, uh, Homer, I can't remember what it is. Homer says something heartfelt and Elon responds with a like hearts, like a little emoji hearts coming out yeah. of his chest. And he says, oh, that's a thing I'm working on. And I'm kind of going, what the fuck was that? What was that supposed mm. to be? Is it kind of like emojis for real life? That's what I feel like it was. I, I, I didn't mind that. It just it got brushed off it. too quickly. As in the idea it's an app he's working on is good, but it didn't. It was just so quick. And then so yeah, in the next scene, Elon Musk is uh, showing off to Springfield all of his inventions and the um. I loved I loved the the big billboard that they had the, mm. in the establishing shot of that scene, which said. Smell the musk, feel the burn. <laughs> I was like, that yeah, is I did like that. Amazing, that's great. Yeah, I think the sign writers are a different team, but yeah, totally right. Like maybe the Simpsons should be just reduced to a bunch of sign gags. Yes, because the thing is, you know what? They're never paid attention to. It's just in the background, and if you catch it, it's funny. Yeah. If it's not, it's not drawn attention to. Yep. But they're always if they great. stopped and pointed at it, it wouldn't be the same. That's the whole problem with the later Simpsons. They stop and point at so many of their jokes. Like, yeah. huh? Huh? Get yes. this joke? Let's drag it out a little bit more. Yeah. Look, we're being funny. Like in the next bit where he goes, I invented a Glavenator. And Frank was like, I'll eat Glaven. And then they yeah. were like back and forth for like Would half a minute. So much better if he announces, I invented a Glavenator. You hear from the audience, oh, for crying out Glaven. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for crying out Glaven. It would have been a moment uh, akin oh, to. I love a crumb cake. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so anyway, in another Kent Brockman news transition, um, we get an oh, Arnie yeah. Pie gag where Arnie is so impressed with Elon Musk's uh, autonomous... Uh, helicopter. Helicopter. Yeah. Oh. I forgot what those choppy whoppers were called. <laughs> Twirly whirly fly a lot. I like the bit where... I mean, this is the children's bit, but... I like where his eye, his eye goggles said, go away. No, get out. And he takes him off. And he's like, you know what I'm going to say now. And Smithers the hounds. He goes, actually, I was going to say, but I like your one better. Yeah. <laughs> that was so labored though. And then the hounds. It's a cheap um, gag. Of course yeah. it's a cheap gag. Actually, that's but... true. Because he says, can you at least give me a 10 second? How sorry. He goes, oh, one, two, man, three, they... go. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but then he says, not on the rug. Yeah, like, which again, hands would have been better out. if it was like, oh, I would Smithers, but I already pressed the button. <laughs> Ooh, that is better. Although I did like later at the hospital when they throw back the hounds again. Was it a hospital yeah. or was it, yeah. was it a yeah. hospital or was it room upstairs? I think it was just no. his bed. Yeah. No, I didn't like that. That oh. gag was shit. It's a throwback. Yeah, it was a throwback. Just reminded me of the first shit joke. Two-headed cyclops is always argue. Yes, it's one's true. always the smart one. <laughs> <laughs> one's the smart one. One's the brute. And now that I look at my notes, I, I'm getting even more annoyed at this episode because then there's a bit where, like, everyone... Uh, Springfield is now muskified. Everyone has a yeah. a, automated everything. Mm. And the Simpsons robotic car, Bart steals it and uh, accesses the password, Musk rules with a Z, and Ugh. that goes nowhere. Yeah, no. that's so dumb because he takes it over, gets it manual control, but he could have just told it where to go, tell it where to go. 
Yeah, it was a setup. It was clearly a setup. I mean, he drives off with Lisa to like perform mischief. And, and that's the other thing. Why did Lisa, Lisa get in the car? Exactly. She was like, "You'll never be able to defeat he, my Musk's, Musk." Musk's power. <laughs> And it's wow. like, you know what? That exists just so they can say Musk rules. Yeah. With a Z. I think it exists for two sight gags where he veers over to one side of the road and there's a visual gag. I can't remember what it was because it was so forgettable. He veers over to the other side of the road. There's a Cletus gag, which again is forgettable. And mm. then he veers again and it's the, the power plant. And that's it. Yeah. Just before that, there's another shitty autopilot joke where um, the family go out to somewhere. doesn't matter. The whole Simpson family, they get out and they go and, the, and he's Homer says to the car, now drive into the work car park so people think I'm there. And it drives past Moe's, oh, reverses back, back oh. and the car says, force, force of habit. habit. So Why poor. would the car have a voice? So Why poor. Why would it do that? Or a fo- no, voice, okay. But voice of force of habit, that's not what machines do. No. Stop it. Yeah. Uh, why, why does suddenly everything fall into a depression? Everything goes into the depression. Yeah. Because well, no yep. one's working oh, and everything's automatized. And then like the... the, 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 the i got to say it. I've got to say the, the, Like Ken Brockman fucking... Uh, news oh. broadcast just like suddenly it's an announcement for a musical number yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the following announcement is a prepaid announcement for the new following musical number is set in old timey old timers sing along <laughs> oh it's the worst because it's all about the depression it was the worst Ugh. musical number I don't remember it, it was at the all. worst oh. musical number because I, I don't understand why the because Carl didn't need to be no, there there was no reason but he for was him. like Dancing along beside Homer is like Homer's being his depressed self, like kicking it's a can of, along the well, street. Yeah, it sort of looked like the the shitty black and white era Disney, where it is all racist and stuff. It, it's like a, it's like a, mu- it was almost portrayed like a musical though, with like someone just singing along behind the main character being yeah. all depressed. Mary and Melody's. I didn't That's understand. What I'm of. Mary Melodies. There's something merry about this melody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I didn't understand is they spent all this money, and that there was a thing. There was this PowerPoint presentation about like you know. <laughs> Short-term pain, long-term gain, or whatever. Like, spend all your money now, Burns, and the and picture of Burns all the money flying happy. out of his pocket. But the thing is, then, as soon as that happens, everything gets shut down. Like the hyperloop, there's people yep. living in it, yep. and there's all the things. I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. Didn't you spend the money? Why isn't it operational anymore? Why is this suddenly just a thing? It's like, oh no, we're in the depression now. Actually, and that this reaches the like, what is the moral of this story? The moral of their story then becomes Homer being upset that Elon Musk isn't spending any time with him no, and they've got to break up. The moral of the story it's, is Elon Musk is too beautiful for this world. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, no, that's it. It's that um, the reason that his magical future ideas is that we're scum. We're scum compared to Krusty. Um, you know, <laughs> you, the, you see wait, how you're scum. Yeah, if I do see how I'm scum. The whole the whole town isn't good enough to for his ideas. They all get homeless and they they they, they sleep in the fucking pipes and. Mm. So so Burns's idea is to just assassinate him. Ooh, essentially, oh yeah. he comes to Smithers' bedside after the dog attack. And I was just like, don't worry, everything's fine. I'm gonna have him murdered. Uh, and then yeah, gets his uh, trio of geriatric hitmen. Mm. Um, ugh. I was close to liking that joke. Mm. Was that a hands. scene about winning him back? Was that a winning him back scene? Pretty Don't much. worry, I'm going to have him murdered, baby. <laughs> now, now, you, <laughs> for you, know, you. For you. Even though you had nothing to do with it in the first place, and you warned me that he was going to ruin me. Mm. Now Smithers will come back to what me. What kind of sociopath is writing these episodes? <laughs> <laughs> so does anyone want to say anything else about the end before we hit the questionnaire? Um, so yes. Elon Musk uh, is playing tapped out because they need to remind yes. us that's a thing. 
Is, okay. is that actually the tapped out? Yeah, yeah the, the dollar definitely. sign over the yeah. little apartment floating. Okay, cool. Fucking yeah. terrible. Sorry. Okay, the one joke that I almost liked if they'd actually done something with this during the episode was Lisa being like, "I just wanted to see what a better life would be like." Oh, oh. Like, that why was... wasn't it Elon and Lisa episode? Thank you. And even even the idea of Elon being a beautiful person, too good for the shitheads of Springfield. I'm pretty sure that they've done that before. It will promise you a better life, and the just too yeah. ignorant to do monorail so. Guy. No, monorail guy was no, ripping he him was, off. <laughs> yeah. You missed the point of that episode. He was promising he him a better life. Fucked North Haberbrook, Ogdenville, and Brockway. Nashville. Yeah. Oh, Brockway? Brockway. Um, but you bring, Hello, like, Brockway. The whole Lisa yeah. angle just makes me think why was it Homer saying that? You're too beautiful for this town. It should have been Lisa mm-hmm. because yeah. she has more admiration for him than anybody. Like Absolutely. tying Elon Master Homer was just dumb. Or even the idea, you know, like Lisa wants to impress him, wants to be his yes. friend, and then Elon is for whatever reason impressed by her stupid father. She could have been really irritated, like what, you know, like why? Yeah, how, how dare you that, take? That's always what, mm. she, what happens yeah. to Lisa. The and opinions of idiots above someone who actually knows what they're talking well, about. Well, because yeah. maybe, but maybe that's the thing. Maybe it's all about the fact that, like, you know, from the stupidest ideas, and they they kind of say it about the the Homerisms that he comes up with. <laughs> that maybe there's the the. Those grains of creativity. I I believe uh, the noblest spirit in begins the smallest man. Exactly. Uh, Homerisms. They weren't Homerisms. They were just Mm -hmm. random bullshit. One of them was a fucking taste on deism. Thank you, Elliot. You got my back. I I was about to say, do I have time for a quick lightning round JAC? Um, All right, yeah. Before we hit the questionnaire, it's time for Jordan's anal corner. Thank you. Lightning round. Thank you, God. Really quickly. One. One minute on the clock. The eagle at the start, how fucking big is that bird? Because the shadow takes up the entire house. It was close to the sun. No, doesn't make sense. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, two. How the fuck did they get up on the cooling tower? Uh, Homer. Apparently, there's an elevator that goes up there in the Homer and Mindy episode. They're taking the elevator down when they've come out, and then Homer's sliding down the cooling tower. True. One. Why does the Simpson bedhead have like two divots? I don't understand. Is it like for Marge's hair? But then there's one on Homer's side as well. Makes no sense. Two. Uh, no, I'm on like five now. One of the assassins has like an MP44 with a scope. What the fuck is he trying to hit from across the road? What are you talking about, dude? Anyway, two. PayPal. Musk. Again? I'm back to two. Six. Always um, two. He about, knows that I'm going to edit like five of them out, so exactly. he just keeps saying two. Musk talks about like uh, owning PayPal. No, he did not. He owned a site called X2, which combined with another site called Confinity, which had like an e-payment system. He didn't invent the Confinity system. He just merged them and then formed PayPal. And then he got ousted by the board because of a clash of you know things. Anyway, two. Last one. Musk cries in the space rocket, but he isn't strapped into his chair. So why is the tear going out, but he isn't also floating all funny? Oh, and the hologram gag was really bad. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I'm singing now. And yeah, for whatever reason, David Bowie thought, oh yeah, I'll end my song to this episode. I'm not dead yet after all. Maybe that's what killed him. Yeah, he saw the that. episode. And I had... hope he watched the episode before he put his name. Oh, it's the wrong voice. No, that's that's John Lennon. That was Ringo, for, or maybe yeah, for sure. It was one no, of the. No, this is Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to get old Thomas the Tank He's Engine. Still alive. Yeah. You can still make him cry, Elliot. <laughs> and we will. Well, that means it's time for the questionnaire. So, storyline-wise, this was one of the messiest A plots I've ever seen. Very sloppy A. Mm. Did it. Feel like a no. Dude, that's an dirty yeah. as fuck. I just said Elliot. words. I don't know what's wrong with all of you. <laughs> you bring your A game. 
did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? No. 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 Yeah. That was very cut and dry. All the characters were off. All the everything yep. was shit. Yep. Um, who's seen it before? No, no one. Except you. I've seen it once and no, this will be the last Never time. Never again, yeah. Uh, wackiness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Elon Musk decides to land his spacecraft in the Simpsons' backyard. Oh my god, it starts out on such a dumb note. Hmm. I mean, and that's act two, but it's still dumb. So, so, sorry, before that, a bald eagle decides to menace the Simpsons' household. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, and and, and the fucking uh, birdhouse to birdhouse starting, closing for some reason. Oh, that gave me a real sense of closure. (laughs) Oh, at least they've got a good uh, carbon neutral birdhouse now. You know, it didn't even show that it was like bald eagle proof. Not that it matters because the bald eagle died. Anyway, let's go Looks on. Looks like the Simpsons are writing their episodes Federal one bird, ca- bird house at a time. <laughs> uh, heart. Like I said, the only part that made me feel genuine emotion aside from anger was Lisa attempting to escape her shitty life. Just like yeah. I wanted to escape this shitty episode and could not. <laughs> Where did she get the spacesuit from? That's true. It's a child-sized spacesuit. Spacesuit Emporium. had it on her. It's on fifth. Yeah. <laughs> she was wearing a spacesuit? The most heart I felt in this episode where Dolph throws the brick at the screen with Elon because he's so upset about the state of Springfield. Yeah. That was like the most heartfelt bit of the episode I felt. <laughs> was Dolph being just angry and upset because, you know, everything's gone to shit in Springfield. The purity of throwing a brick to show that. Yeah. 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 And then they turn that into a shit joke where like... He had the surgery from what's his name, the baseball guy, yeah. and now he's really good at throwing. And mm. ah, I Kill me. Understand. I was already too bored to pay I've attention. I've got eye cancer. Yeah. Yes or no? Would you watch this episode again? No. 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 Let's rank this thing. Failure. Yeah, failure. Oh, so yeah, uh, Clanny, you've got to come to oh, a consensus. Uh, unanimous agreement. Look, look, swing your mic away, have music. a little discussion, and uh, we'll come back to you. BT. Yeah, uh, let me just read out some highlights from my notes here. No, no, you're not doing anything. Why doesn't it stop? No, <laughs> so bored. No laughs. Shouldn't exist. Like they're being intentionally dull here. Failure. Failure. <laughs> Across, it's so boring. It's so boring. How about you, Jafro? Can I read out some of my notes? Oh, please. Complete non sequiturs. White meatballs. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I forgot Ooh. about that. Burns doesn't understand money. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Despite all that, I watched it and I'm like, oh, that's a nothing episode and I will forget it immediately. For that, Damn. for me, mm. that is, is a participant decent. because a failure is one that I really angrily hate. And I go, that is such a shit episode. I'm really angry about it. You didn't? I. You know what? I look at it and go... It's nothing. There's no jokes. There's nothing that is so just so wrong that I kind of go, oh, I'm so angry about that one bit. Okay, go on. Go on <laughs> no, I Generally, I agree with you that failure is something I reserve, something I want to yell out. However, this one is so boring and so lacking in anything. There's no plot structure. There's no jokes. There's nothing there. The overall effect is what I hate. There's no parts in it that I want to hate and yell at. It's the overall that you get to the end of the episode and there's just nothing there, not even an attempt to be an episode. Yeah, so that's okay. what I hate and that's why I'm failing it. Okay, the reason I might change my result <laughs> is that I don't, by giving it a participant, I don't want to give it like a shiny failure. <laughs> so... You, you follow your heart. 
Follow your, follow your heart. <laughs> yeah, let's let's wait for Clanny to vote. Okay, Clanny? if you vote if anything other than failure, I will put cardboard over my half of the TV and then force you to watch it on repeat forever. Um, look, I think this is just to kind of this is to Jordan sort of. I think if I hadn't seen the Lady Gaga episode <laughs> the other day, well, you you know he wasn't there. I wasn't was he? That was that was Sheridan. yeah. Um, watching that one, this one is so reminiscent of all its flaws that I can't even see neutrality in its heart. I can only see chaos. <laughs> it's ah okay. I, mm. But if you compare this to the the voodoo episode, what to expect uh, when Bart's expecting? Is this in the same category as the voodoo episode? Look, I, okay, this is what, again, I've, I've, I've talked about this a million times, but me as like kind of working in essentially finance, I think of it as like a bell curve. I like that your job is so complex that it has to be described as essentially finance, but <laughs> yeah. not actually. It's not so actually. boring that nobody wants the it's details. Like, it's like parallel to finance. Hello, um, welcome to parallel All right, finance. we're severely over time, so we want some um, concrete resolutions right, on your rank. Right. So bottom, cla- line, bottom line is I'm not trying to influence your decision because okay. your decision is your decision. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I've seen the depths of hell in The <laughs> Simpsons in the last, maybe, yeah, that one as well. Not just the Gaga episode, that one as well. And you can, I can see its shadowy hand upon the shoulder of this episode, you know? There are episodes that haven't touched me, but this this leaves me scared for the future. Zang on this one, there's the hand of death. He's going, good, good. Oh, oh. So, Clanny, what do you rank it? Failure. Failure. All right. Actually, yeah, okay, fine. I'm going to change it to failure just purely for not referencing Taze on Day. I breathe out away from the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) I will say, this is in no way a reflection of Elon Musk, who is actually a genuinely uh, interesting and... But very vain, apparently. I mean, who would be in an episode like that? This is the thing. I, I, I read a thing about Elon Musk. He can work like 18 hours a day and he will interview like everyone who works for his company and give them this like particular like quiz and everything like that. He is a very dedicated, singular, like focused man. Mm-hmm. And for him to do this episode, I'm kind of like going, "What are you doing, Elon?" For real, like, like, you have, better, you have, everything you have I've worlds to change. It. God damn it! Maybe that's just what he does in his sleep. Maybe he just mutters, <laughs> and they recorded him. Mm-hmm. Like, let's work a way episode around this. I think yeah. you're onto something. And yeah, look, I, I, I said before, Elon Musk's South Park appearance was great. Like, and also in a pretty uneven season of South Park as well. His constant presence was um, actually really good. And yeah, I don't blame Elon Musk for this, the terribleness of this episode. And we're back and we just watched season 16, episode 10, There's Something About Marrying. First aired February 20, 2005. And in this episode, um, Springfield decides to um, legalize gay marriage and Homer decides to become a celebrant. And uh, Paddy of Paddy and Selma fame (laughs) decides to come out. (laughs) Yeah, man, you've got to legalize it. And just before we start, look, please get out there and... um, Donate your time or your money to the Equality Campaign for Australia. Currently, our Prime Minister is being a complete cunt. He is being a complete cunt. And despite professing personal beliefs uh, in favour of uh, 
marriage equality. He is still not putting um, it to a free vote to the floor because he is towing the line for the Liberal Party of Australia and he's been a cunt. So seriously, give him shit. Call him up on his house phone and... Uh, deliver 200 pizzas to his house, yes. which each have an equality message written on the top. In mushrooms, because he hates mushrooms, so he'll get the message. Anyway, fuck Malcolm Turnbull, fuck the Liberal Party, pro-marriage equality. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And if we can get Bernie Sanders to come here, I like that guy. Could he run our country? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, totally. Maybe America Obama doesn't... just wants, you know, to settle down a little bit and maybe he could run our country. Yeah, yeah, we're a smaller country. We, it's like a retirement country. Yeah. He's not doing anything, right? <laughs> He's living anyway, it up. So there's something about marrying guys. What do you think? Ugh. Yeah. It's average to bad. So, yeah, despite having a complete pro-gay marriage message, mm -hmm. this episode seems to fall short of providing a good um, episode behind that good mm. message. Okay, I feel like I didn't mind it until the whole twist of the storyline was that Marge went from being not only like really well-versed and, you know, really pro-marriage and really mm. fighting for it, to being the only person in town against it. As bad as this episode was, I feel like it's kind of true to Marge in that she's kind of behind a theoretical idea mm -hmm. until it affects someone that she is close to or a family member. And then she is like, no, 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 no. I'm going back on, on to my Citations, kind of... Citations, please. <laughs> <laughs> I said feel like, not think. Um, I'm actually going to agree with you there, George. Okay, go not ahead. so much. I'm going to more in the sense that this is a lot of people's reaction as in they're a pro it until it becomes a part of their lives. Yeah. And then there's an awkwardness. From Marge, we don't really get that she's opposed to it. It's just, she even says at a certain part, yeah, I'm totally fine with my sister not telling me this about her for 30 years and then expecting total acceptance on the day of her wedding. Yeah, but we see Which a flashback to Marge watching her make out with another woman against the wall of a, of a movie theatre as an adult. It's not but like Marge, Marge is a child is also like wonderfully naive. She does this a lot. There's a lot of times where someone's like... blind. Hey, honey, I always get what I want. And she's like, I said no. Oh, did you? Oh, totally. misinterpreted. You know, she's, she's often that... Uh, what was that line with Disco Stew where he's... She's naive. Uh, she's not stupid. No, she's naive. She's wonderful. Delightfully naive, naive line, can border on stupid sometimes. She has that line when Lisa's like, you're such and such an author, and even he's kissed Fine. more boys than I have. And Fine. she's like, girls, boys kiss girls, Lisa. It's, <laughs> but the I think it's more that she's being a lot of people's reaction rather than being Marge herself. She's I know, but see, this is my problem with a lot of the Simpsons episodes. The characters lose their character in order to portray some message that the writers want to get across. Mm -hmm. But if you don't keep the character, then it, it, the message fails. Um, but anyway, yeah. we'll go back to the start and get into the details later. So... Starts out with uh, the beer melon gag, which yeah. uh, in Barton theory I like. Melhouse setting up a little uh, pick up a free beer, get a watermelon dropped in your head, seedless watermelon. It's mm. the classic, you know, uh, wily coyote road one. Yeah. You know, put it the bird seed and have the anvil. It's, it's mischief. Except, and classic they, mischief. Yeah, classic mischief, and um, they undercut the reference by having Barney actually go meep meep at the end. Yeah. Uh, but l not just doing that, but literally going as Roadrunner would say to Wiley Coyote. Because uh, kids these days don't know that, mm. you know. Well, they might we not actually. You know it. what? Yeah. 
They probably don't. Well, no, no, no. When was this episode aired? This was season 16, you said, February right? 20, 2005. That was like 20 years after people stopped caring about Bugs Bunny. So then we meet the character of Hal Hulser. Hal Hulser. Um, he's meant to be a parody of Hulhauser. Do, yes. uh, do you guys know him? He no. is the host of a show that has been on for like 20 years called California Gold. He was the host. He's dead now. Ye- oh, Aww. I'm sorry, Hul. But yeah. um, interesting because, yeah, again, this is this is one of those things where it kind of contradicts that, that it's based in Oregon. Because, yeah, the show was all about, like, California and its kind of rich kind of history and its artistic and historical mm-hmm. merit and everything. And this is obviously not California. The Simpsons have never been consistent on what state mm. it's set in. And it's only, I think, just to get a round of publicity in recent years announced that it was from Oregon. It's always Quite hinted possibly. that it was, like, Midwest Coast, but... Like, I think because they were so vague about its location, it afforded them some jokes. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you're right. Hulhauser is like a definitive Californian sort of guy. Mm. And I know him because of uh, the Hollywood Babylon podcast. Um, Ralph Garman does a great mm-hmm. impression of him. And that sent me down the spiral of looking at the YouTube's clips. Like, seriously, kids at home, go check out the one where he's talking about avocados. <laughs> he goes out to an avocado farm. I've seen that. And he just loses his shit over this dog that's eating an avocado. He goes, that dog's eating an avocado. <laughs> Look at him. Oh, he's eating an avocado. That's amazing. <laughs> that's, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I can't even do justice. I sound like a. And then the farmer's like, well, yeah, yeah, the avocado gives him a shiny coat. And he's like, it gives that dog, oh, that dog, it got a shiny coat, all right. From all that avocado. From all the avocado. <laughs> that's, yeah, it's even fun doing an impression of him. You listen to this for days. Yeah. But in this, and this is where the episode kind of lost me completely for the rest of it, was when, <laughs> within two minutes. Yeah, where, you know, uh, Bart, Bart and Milhouse are like, hey, everyone's wise to our shtick. Here's a new guy. Let's, you know, mm. show me. The first place they go is, you know, uh, the river out back of the Springfield nuclear mm. plant. There's a like, warning, radioactivity. And Bart's like, no, this is where we have radio activities and it's like let's twist again (sighs) and then yeah they do like a twist thing and And then oh and he goes oh and go feed the fish they're really friendly and you think it's going to be blinky oh the three-eyed fish we know from blinky is dead no, blinky is dead and this is uh the blinky kraken which beats up hal hulza it's it's like a creature from the black lagoon esque one i think yep and yeah just just, it's so dumb it's so dumb why do they have those, like, the pocket radios that look like answering machines? You know, I that one, know. like, the huge Oh, because ones? it was 2005 and we were oh. all twisting like we did That's last true. summer. <laughs> the iPhone was not out yet. That's my mistake. Sorry. That's the thing. If you twist every summer, then you're going to continuously do it. So they have him all beat up and stuff. And the thing that tears it is the classic... Uh, the the mousetrap gum. Mm, do you want yeah. some gum? Oh. And then he does this weird finger thing is this like a curse uh, that's apparently it, how you shame people yeah. is you shame people by looking like you're you stick your Trying index like finger friend. out like a carrot and then yeah. you as if you were like grating it you're grating it away from your body with no, your I, other index finger i have seen that before what yeah, the really? fuck is that yeah. Yeah, to shame it. someone you must rub your index fingers like yep is, is it Jewish? Daniel, no. you're sort of Jewish. No, I don't think it's Jewish. I think it's just folklore. I've met Jews in the past. Haven't seen them do that. And I do like how the bullies sort of recognize it and go, hey, he's shaming us. But then it ends up with them like stoning him and yeah. it's boring. Uh, it, it, it did. Springfield deserves the... the yeah, it's a terrible It deserves town. a 6 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. He goes on the soft news network, which again, as a conceit for a joke, I like, but... It was just 
it was very labored and long. I've been all around this country, and this one I give my lowest ranking ever. A six out of ten. <laughs> I, the one thing I did like about this joke was the, um, the chef that's like doing the... It's like Obviously, it's like a morning show, like the Today Show or whatever. Oh, yeah, with the chef <laughs> yeah. wizard. So I hear you're releasing a new book, and it's like, yes, it's about Winston Churchill between yeah. World War One and Two, <laughs> uh, But then, like, like as, he's, as he says... Uh, it's, I give it a six out of ten. Like you can see, like the thing is, he just drops it, like in shock. Like he goes, <gasps> like it's such a huge deal. <laughs> that yeah. Huel, sorry, Hal Huser. Yeah. He's given it a, like a six out of ten. Yeah, it's like when like, Homer is a food review and he goes, Marge, this dinner gets my worst review ever. Seven thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good joke. So anyway, to turn this uh, bad image of Springfield around, the, um, they have a town hall meeting with a As bunch of do. gags and even someone makes a gag. Can we have a real suggestion now, please? So the town hall meeting, they're like, yes, Lisa, great idea. We shall legalize gay marriage in our town, which should be called marriage equality because it's yes. not just about gay marriage. Well, this, was, two, this was 2005. That's yeah. what we called it then. Fair. <laughs> it was a wild and crazy was, time. And then they did the shittiest that that's just... Hey, we need 30 seconds taken up. Let's talk about Mo saying, hey, what's in a martini? Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's I object, Mel. I object, by the way. We know Mo went to bartender college and did very well from yeah. a previous mm-hmm. episode where he goes back mm-hmm. and his old professor commits suicide. He goes, oh, what's and- in a martini? And Sideshow Mel, who's sitting beside him for some reason, is Although, like, it's a vermouth and gin. To precedent my what's own precedent, make? there's a bit where he goes, gin and tonic? Do those mix? Yeah. Before the bartender episode. So but- I don't know what to believe anymore, Simpsons. Well, either Maybe way, it's a been- bad gag because it was long and drawn out at the start and then when yeah. they bring it back back again uh, as the act break joke which is what if i had a lean cuisine mixed with vodka oh, that, that would be a lean cuisine that was uh, no. terrible. that was terrible oh my god that's something i'd come up with although the worst a lean- part is even mo uh, no. is just like no hey, a lean cuisine with beer That'd be like a, a man meal for That's one. That's what I throw up every Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's what keeps you lean. <laughs> now you're getting it. It's looking after yourself. <laughs> oh. Hello, ads from the 90s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's lean cuisine. Sorry, oh. we should be more in the time. Ads from 2005. I think I'd stopped watching TV then. Yeah. Telstra! <laughs> Is, that uh, should be their new ad campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Telstra, we make phones. When was that? It's to, it's to keep the rabbits out. It's too many, too many rabbits. Yeah, Marge, the rains are here. Oh yeah. yeah, good one. Whereas you know now we've got MBN. No one would use that. Even if we paid you. <laughs> yeah, by the way, Malcolm Turnbull, what a cunt, decides to advocate for the copper to the node plan instead of oh. dark fibre to the house. Like, seriously, you don't have to be a technology expert to know that that is a cunt move. I don't even know what those words mean, I disagree. Especially since he used to be like all about, you know, he was for the ETS and he was mm. for all this other shit. As soon as he gets prime minister, hey, I'm going to cater to the right. Well, fuck you, Malcolm. That's what I say. Yep. The yeah, political index. Dude. My name is Fraud and Just. Anyway, uh, so Act Two comes in with a song. Yeah. I want they... to marry my husband Harry. Okay, oh, it is okay, oh. Why uh, that they... was terrible. But it wasn't it kind of an advertisement for Springfield? Yeah, yeah, Springfield. Oh, you can get married here. Oh, gay. Oh, gay. Oh, let's say gay. Oh, about to be ten fair, times. At least it has the context of that's why they legalize gay marriage for the tourism. That's why they have the ad. At least it has a purpose for being there. 
And it would okay. It's ba- it's Actually, bad- and it would kind of make sense that the ad's a bit gross. Yeah. yeah, it's a bad song, but they're literally pimping their own town, saying this is the only reason we've legalized this is to get the tourism. Therefore, they have a grotesque ad for it. It works. Unlike the last one where Kemp Kemp Brockman goes, and now here's a song. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Just uh, as part of that joke, the website is Springfield is for lovers of gay marriage dot (laughs) com, which is like, of course, the website that he would set up and authorize. Yeah. He has no idea about how humans work. So, uh, uh, the twist in the story, which I kind of like, was uh, Reverend Lovejoy going, hey, whoa, 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 we might have passed this as town law, but, you know, um, our church isn't mm-hmm. performing gay marriages, which um, it makes sense as a plot point, because that is still a debate that's going on in yeah, so, countries yeah. which uh, do have uh, yeah. marriage equality. And that's the thing, even if you legalise it as a form of uh, federal legislation, doesn't necessarily mean that religious sexual actions have to re- recognise it from a religious standpoint. And, and that's fine. But I, I did like his uh, his way of uh, countering the... the queue of gay people lining up to get married was just to board a single plank of wood across the doors that was enough to keep people out we're saying no we're saying no there's no more people getting into he read somewhere in the bible that um homosexuals are afraid of two by fours (laughs) the bible march (laughs) but then he says you know it's as ridiculous as putting a hamburger in a hot dog bun and i'm like I want to try that. I'm going yeah. to make that right now. I'm pausing the fucking book. It's. I thought the hamburger in a hot dog bun was some kind of weird innuendo. I think uh, it was. I think it was uh, meant to be. So yeah, Homer takes advantage of this um, gap in the marketplace and decides to become another priest. So another Homer job storyline. And I think yes. it absolutely suits. It does. Because yeah. he's, he's very opportunistic on this. He immediately puts down the gay marriage never <laughs> as soon as he finds he can profit from it. Which, and as horrible as it is, it's a funny joke. That yeah, yeah. and it, I do like him printing out a perforated uh, priest oh, yeah. collar. It's hilarious. <laughs> I was going to say as well, like, but then he immediately starts marrying a bunch of just gay stereotypes. Yeah, and that's, I, that's it really potentially me. where its downfall is in trying to be progressive. Is that yeah, they're mm. all just total hardcore stereotypes. Like Julio. Who well, is he's the first one he marries. Yeah, he's an established character in the Simpsons universe at this point. It's Julio. Yeah, I did not know. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Um, he. I think he was first introduced in Three Gays of the Condo, the one where Homer moves in with uh, two mm, homosexual okay. guys and Weird yeah. Al Yankovic yeah, helps yeah. save his marriage. Uh, yeah, and it, it, along with the gay stereotype is the. Oh, who's next? Is it Adam and Steve or Madam and Eve? Uh, yep. So they, uh, yeah, blitz through. <laughs> All the gay couples in uh, Springfield very quickly. I'll say that line, uh, the Adam and Eve or Madam and Steve, whatever. Um, I kind of like it because it turns the counter-argument from the conservative or on its head. Mm. So Homer decides he's going to start performing straight weddings and there's a ridiculous scene with him prancing around. Ooh, I'm straight. I'm really do. Yeah, see, that was dumb. Um, I can't remember where it happened, but there's a bit where they're talking about Krusty, Bur- uh, Krusty Burger and the Watchamacarcus. Yes. Oh, that was, that was great. That was, no, I really if like we could all just take a moment to say, watch my carcass, it's, it's quite funny. All right, watch let's go around the room and start, starting with me. Watch my carcass. Watch my carcass? Watch my carcass. Watch my carcass? It's fun. Watch my carcass with me. What's up, my carcass with you? And, uh, yeah. and now a quiet moment so those of you at home can say it. Wasn't that fun? I actually, I actually did like that they interrupted the news story with Krusty calling and being like, "Look, watch my carcass," because it threw it back, but in yeah. quite a funny way. Yeah, watch my carcass is clean meat from diseased animals. Everybody <laughs> does it. Yeah, and it was a great way to bookend the whole uh, smart lying thing with Homer and Reverend Lovejoy, which 
I don't know. It just it wasn't good. Like it was Homer being yeah. his typical dumb, oblivious self to the situation where he's trying to get a high five from Reverend Lovejoy, and he's like, "No, I'm going to leave you hanging." And I, which I, I, I swear they've done that before, and then later on, Homer's hand is still up. Yeah, I I did like the bit though where it's like Homer says to Kent, like, "Just call me your holiness," and Kent goes, ha, ha, "I just can't." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that was good. They kind of allude to a murky relationship between Lenny and Carl, where Homer kind of is like, "Oh, yeah. maybe I'll be able to marry," and and Madge is like, "Just don't push them; they'll get there yeah, on their own." Much. Yeah, <sighs> it, it was laboured. I I didn't mind it. I guess. I mean, you knew there was going to be something about Lenny and Carl in this episode, and for that to be it, I was okay. I could I could live with that. Mm. It wasn't the worst offender of a grosser Lenny and Carl joke, but it, I don't know. I thought it was unnecessary, it, personally. I was going to say, grosser was the Cletus joke that just was kind of shoehorned in there uh, that just didn't yeah. need to be. It was like, it says here, your brother and sisters. We There's lots not much. of things. Yeah. Oh. And it's another thing that I'm noticing with the newer Simpsons is that, like, they are just cutting to Cletus for, like, a, a hee-haw, like, Saturday Night Live gag and, like... Okay, now here's Billy. Oh, not Billy. You rednecks are fun. Oh, I'm going to fuck my sister in her mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I thought she was your aunt. She's both. And her vagina is actually her ear. What the shit is going on? You don't know enough rednecks, do you? I'm just saying that's like the 975th worst thing I've ever heard. So then... Uh, All right, closing out Act 2, uh, Paddy comes out to Marge. And look, I just want to say, is Paddy looking a bit slimmer and less bosomy in this episode? Or yes, it's just me? She yeah? has lost some weight. Her yeah. hair is definitely smaller, I feel like. Her hair has come down to a slight afro. Does anyone... I wrote down a note here, and I can't remember it. I wrote, Homer wants to kill Paddy. Yep. Yeah, that was a recurring gag. And then she kept burning him with the cigarettes. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. actually liked that. Those Me were too. Those were quite short and funny. Yeah, first in the hand and, and then one, like, he, she That's flicked cool. it in his eye. Yeah. I did like she had the precision. Yeah, she She did. was deadly accurate with that flick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Ma- uh, Patty comes out to Marge and she's all flustered about the whole thing. And, and also, Patty's always been gay except for that time with Seymour. Well, she was constantly evasive with him. Like, I feel like having watched this episode. Damn it, man, that was true love. <laughs> it was true love from Seymour's end and it was true pity and denial from Patty's end. She says at the end, I, it's not that I don't love you. You love me? Kalukale! You could tell she was just trying to let Seymour down gently. But she didn't see him as a desirable... She wasn't his tater tot. No. And you need to find a woman that'll look at you the, <laughs> the way, way that... Seymour looks at tater tots. <laughs> 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 So getting into our, uh, um, Act 3, uh, Paddy's like, come on, you could have seen the writing on the wall. And then we go through the, the signs of Paddy's uh, persuasion montage. Which two of the jokes are like subtle references to Marge does something, Paddy does something gay. And then the third one... Yeah, I like that the third out. one was like, yeah, the first two were subtle and then the third one was just all out making out with a chick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will maintain to what... Um Clanny and I were arguing before that, yeah, it seems to be going to make Marge the mm, amalgamation of everyone who supports this until it affects them, but it doesn't do it well in the sense that 
when she finds out that uh, Patty's fiance is in fact a dude, is like, oh, well, fuck you, Patty. Instead of like, oh, God, I've got to stop this for her own sake. Mm. She takes that moment of, well, she's getting a surprise. Well, yeah. As I said, jerk-ass Marge. Yeah, it's like, a very jerk-ass Marge moment. It's, what a bitch. And so, she even skips off as yeah, well. Like, yeah, look, look. Uh, forgetting for the fact that Marge, uh, sorry, Homer makes a veil for Patty in the start that is a paper bag with a veil on top that says... Do not feed on top of it. <laughs> and Patty doesn't care about that. She cares about the veil is on the paper bag. Doesn't and it care smells about like cheeseburgers. Yeah. And then so Homer steals it back, obviously. But still, it's like a... Oh, Jesus Christ. What is wrong with you writers right now? So the Simpsons organise a dinner to meet Patty's uh, fiancé, uh, mm. who is a professional golfer. And so they're obviously doing the story parodying that professional golfer that was found out to be a... Um, a man posing as a woman around this time. But all, of course, all female golfers are lesbians. Of course, of course, of course. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. And that's what feels wrong about this era episode, that it sort of is like being progressive, but... Also just... playing very heavily on the stereotypes. Yeah, yeah exactly. But uh, um, Marge sort of actually had a funny reaction to Patty, which was, um, oh, yeah, sure. Girls can marry girls. Take a bear to church. Um, change your name to Gooperglop. <laughs> Take a bear to church. Oh, yeah, I forgot that you were changing your name. Read yeah. a Bible with your feet. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> um, uh, that, uh, that was funny, you know, because... I, I feel like that was her overloaded with information all of a sudden and yeah. then just kind of spazzing out because of it. at that point I was still okay with it. It's, it's more what follows and how she gets to the revelation. Yeah. That's the problem. There was, there was a bit as well where it was like they were talking about it and it's like, you know, that's what mum would have wanted. But like, their mum isn't dead. Yeah, she's at the wedding. She's at the wedding later on. <laughs> yep. They show her yeah. in full character. Like, what the hell are they talking about? I don't understand. Oh, is it when he stabs himself? He kills a beast. Oh, yeah. That was. I thought that was actually a great cutaway where the fly lands on his hand and he's holding a knife and he's like, "I'm gonna get you." And then it cuts away and then you hear the stabbing sound like that. It's again. That's the thing. It's not a good joke, but compared to a lot of episodes, which would have just shown him putting the yeah. knife through his hand, the fact that they did it off camera was better. And I, I did like that it cut away to someone being like, "Well, it looks like that'll be pretty soon." Like, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, I, it's the morning of the wedding, and I, I like how it's revealed that Selma recently uh, married Disco Stu. Oh, <laughs> Disco Stu is getting an annulment from you. you. Yep. For from so a now week. She's, um, what is it? Selma Bouvier Twilliger Hutz McClure Stu. Yeah. <laughs> Assuming <laughs> Stu is his last name. <laughs> it just seems Disco so. Disco comma Stu. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems oh. so unnecessary, though. Like, why? Oh, but actually, no. Less unnecessary than the following joke where Homer talks about marrying himself and there's yeah. that five oh, second sequence. Oh my god, how so bad with children. Uh, stupid. Homer just making out with himself, like, oh, oh god, Homer, I love you. It was oh, like Homer, crossing something off you. the animator's bucket list. Oh my god, it was to the worst thing I've ever seen. Homer making out in, with himself in front of his children that he bred yeah. with himself. Yeah. Okay, do you. All right, Adventure Time Index. You know that episode of The Glitch where the gross video of the girl eating her own hair makes yeah. everybody throw up? That's what that yeah. felt like to me. That was like somebody has put a virus yeah, on the screen the and, and I can't I, stop mm. it. I'm surprised they didn't pull some weak homosexual gag there. Yeah. L like they did in Principal Charming. Check that out on episode 20. Or uh, even back to One Free Week with Purchase of Large Week. And then, mm. I love you, Homer. I don't need her at all anymore. 
No, yeah. I love that joke. Yeah, no, me too. That's a good That's one. That's a good version of the same joke, essentially. This one was terrible. So, yeah, this is where I think the message of the episode undoes itself because it is a little transphobic. Yeah. So, Marge catches um, Veronica... Uh, leaving the seat up after she does her business in the bathroom. Uh, Veronica and then she's Selma's fiancé. And then she's hackily singing Dude Looks Like a Lady as she's shaving. It's such a terrible way to telegraph the plot. Well, what are you seeing when shaving, dude? Uh, I'm a little embarrassed to reveal that. <laughs> I mean, for me, it's birds suddenly appear. But, you know. <laughs> Like uh, every time my Gillette comes near. Look, I think he could have gotten away with, I mean, it wasn't funny, but (laughs) the saying the line twice was too much. Yeah. If he'd done it once, it would have been a bad joke and moved on. Yeah. But they really wanted to drive that home in case I missed it the first time. Nah, 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 nah. And so it comes into the final scene with the marriage and Homer goes, queerly beloved. That didn't sit that well with me. Um... And, and does the obligatory, if anyone has anything, any objections, please Stop. speak now. Which actually, in the context of this episode, I didn't mind. It's just the yeah. episode was overall pretty annoying. To at be this fair, point. that's only a thing they do in movies and sitcoms. So it makes sense they put it in a sitcom. Sure. The thing is, if she was any kind of good sister, which we know she's not because she's willing no. to like... She's being jerk-ass Marge, yeah. Patty is going to have a surprise tonight. It's going to be cock. But she's still... Decides, hey, I'm going to ruin her marriage in the middle, most important part by just speaking up, not like taking yeah. her side. Yeah, at the didn't start try to of catch her earlier. No, didn't try to interrupt the ceremony as asshole. soon as it started. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Just she was wrestling with her conscience. No, she no, no, no hint of that. She wrong. was high fiving her demons. <laughs> Not wrestling. <laughs> it's going to be awesome, guys. Check You're it out. You're a poet, man. You're yeah. a poet. <laughs> she goes up, rips off the neck collar and reveals the Adam's apple, which is a kind of funny reveal, but like it does feel a bit like, I don't know. Little bit of Ace Ventura. Yeah. Oh, man. It which really does, felt like they were doing the Ace Ventura. Which Ace Ventura does not hold up as a movie. Like, yeah. And um, I just hate it how then Veronica, I can't remember the, the, the other name, her voice just changes like instantly. Yeah. To like, oh, I'm sorry, Patty. I've been like, found out. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Can you accept oh. me as the man you fell in love with? And then that stupid name gag, like, oh, Leslie. Like- yeah, that's what it was. It was like, yeah, it was all like. Leslie Sunshine Shimmerbird. Uh, yeah. Bisexual names. Not bisexual. What is it? <laughs> A- asexual. No, it's not that. Androgynous. Either. Unisex names. Unisex. Unic- I got there in the end. That was a fun journey, though. <laughs> I was going through all LGBTQIA. <laughs> Batman symbol. L7. <laughs> I want someone to set that to the alphabet. LGBTQIA. <laughs> Done. Oh, yeah. I thought that was a funnier bit than it was. <laughs> all right. Well, you won't it be hearing more- that at my open mic night this <laughs> Tuesday. It took more thinking than I'm used to in these. So <laughs> I was, I was catching up. Too much up. thinking, not enough drinking. I'm trying, but I've only got one mouth. Um, all right, so yeah, basically the end is uh, Patty and Selma skipping off into the distance. Patty rejected Veronica because she has dick, and there was a post-credit sequence with a- you know that was oh. a chance for Patty to take this sort of moral higher ground than Marge. You know, it doesn't matter yeah. if they have a dick or not. Da 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 da. No, Where no, Marge no, is no, all like, oh, sexual, homosexual. No, no, no. She's gay. Like, that's the whole point. It's not that uh, the lesbian is just waiting to find the right dick and then she'll be happy in the marriage. It's about actually being in love with a woman. And besides all that, he, he actually lied to her the whole time and all that sort mm. of crap as well. But 
you know, there's way too much literature about it being like, oh, you know, if if you just found the right man, you would stop being a lesbian. So well, she does have that yeah. line when he says, "Can you accept me for the man you fell in love with?" She says, "I like girls." Fuck off. And to top it all off, there was the awkward post credits bit with uh, the sea captain. And <gasps> what the fuck was the joke even then? I forgot. I, uh, uh, it was because yeah. they obviously Homer had married all the gay people in town. And there was yeah, so now he's marrying anything. He's marrying uh, McAllister to his figurehead. Yep. He's mm. marrying a comic uh, book guy to the Booberella. Cut out. Cut out. And then uh, Ralph to a tiger? A full grown tiger. That's a child as well. That can't consent to a marriage to a tiger. See, but this is that's the other thing I didn't like about this episode is that, what? you know, if they're trying to take the moral high ground uh, of saying, you know, look, gay marriage is just, it's a right. Like, you know, yeah. go for it. It's, it's what you should be doing, no matter what the reason, whatever. Just legalize it and let people be happy. But, you know, that's, that's such a stupid like argument that is sort of carried through by Reverend Lovejoy and by Marge when she's going through her little, like, mind melt of oh well what's next then it could open the door to anything and then they actually open the door to anything yeah, yeah. i get like, that it's homer i get that it's a joke but it really as the last thing you see in the episode it's kind of like a and you're right they started off with gay marriage now look now where they crazy are. bullshit yeah i'd uh, yeah i agree in that it's taking all the good any goodwill they've built from the episode and setting it on fire mm. uh largely being that conservative uh, approach of if we allow this, what crazy shit is next? To be fair, the church in this episode is just saying, look, we don't recognize this part of our religion. They don't say, if we allow this, crazy people will marry their figureheads off in their boats next. Yeah. And yet to end it on that, it's such a weird, dumb note. It's, yeah. yeah. Undermining everything they've built. The very little they built. It's like the floor and maybe a bit of, you know, uh, structural work. But, yeah. Is this the it. first episode where Patty is like out and yeah. out lesbian? Yeah. There's lots of hints to it before, like yeah. uh, when they're doing, uh, there's like a parade going through spring. It's uh, in the closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The people in the closet with Smithers and Patty. Mm. It's implied and it's just their voices. Yeah. We're gay. We're glad. But don't tell mom and dad. <laughs> yep. Can I quickly point out, oh, this is the best time to point it out. Daniel's anal corner. The, in the last episode before this one. There were a lot of weird point of view shots of Marge, like lecturing the audience. Did anyone else notice that? No. no. This is a different episode, so it's the best time to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Go ahead. When Homer was all like, "They're in bed." I did notice. Yeah, that. and there were like there was like thirty seconds of just oh. like Marge addressing yeah, yeah. the camera with her but beliefs. She's, she's leaning up at a weird angle, <laughs> almost like she's kind of bending at it, like a thirty degree angle towards her legs, and but then looking back at Homer, who's laying back on his pillow. Yeah, it didn't I did feel comfy. That. It didn't feel no. in the style of The Simpsons, and it really felt like just a way to preach about. E- I was Elon Musk to preach about Elon Musk even more directly to the audience, just in case we weren't getting it from the other thirty minutes of the fucking episode. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Elon Musk! Time for the questionnaire! <laughs> so, storyline-wise, this was an A throughout. It, it had a dog-leg uh, left-turned version at the first act hmm. um, to get into the main plot. Did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? I'd say, like, mostly yes. Marge was a little off point because she's trying to be that audience surrogate, but then she is mm. just such a jerk-ass Marge all of a sudden. Which is not a side of her we like. But Homer's no. very opportunistic and money-grubbing. Bart's the brat who wants to pull pranks. All the other pieces fit fairly yep. well. Homer's greedy. I'm going to say, I'm gonna say <laughs> yeah. just barely felt like a Simpsons. Like, and to what you were saying the other week about, you know, what does it feel like to be a Simpsons episode in the teens era, like... 
it was traditional at the Simpsons to do these first act left turns where the first act is so inconsequential to the rest of the show mm. that, yeah, that is kind of indicative of the Simpsons at that point, but it still didn't work in this instance. Mm. Mm. No. Nope. Uh, pl- uh, play count. Okay, actually, first of all, who's seen this episode before? Yo. Yo. What's your play count? One. Yeah, wait, two maybe between us? Yeah. I One now, sorry. Wow. That was your Feel first? like a half? Yeah, I'm new. I'm... Jordan? Like a sex machine. Zero. Sorry. <laughs> That's not how sex like machine... Wait, is that how sex machine works? Zero, zero, one, zero. <laughs> you need to adjust the settings on your sex machine if it's at zero. <laughs> one, zero, zero, one, zero, zero, one. Yeah, like season 16, not one that I visit often. I'd say I've seen this four times most. Like, it's not one that I revisit often. Um, Why not, Elliot? I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, wackiness. <sighs> yeah, the Hal Hughes a bit um, with the cra- uh, with the uh, blinky that came from the bottom of the ocean. Mm. It was reasonably That's wacky. That's about it. But it though. wasn't... Oh, I there don't was know. The Roadrunner of a gag as well. Yeah. yeah, but there was nothing that uh, wacky that driven, drove the plot, though. There was no specific, yeah. you know, there no. were just a couple of quick gags. Oh. And even wacky marriage gags was all in the, the post credits, right? The Ace mm. Ventura reveal was pretty wacky. Yeah. And then, like, pulling off the Adam's apple, I mean, the necklace yeah, to yeah. reveal the Adam's apple being like, whoa, what? And, it, and, yeah, no. and I like that, I like that uh, at this point, Patty has never seen her fiance's neck. Well, they actually did like say that they were um, saving themselves yeah. for the wedding night, neck. which this is true. Like yeah. the neck, yeah. <laughs> Unless you live in Transylvania, you're okay with people seeing your neck. Well, I've seen also, the neck of everyone in this room except Elliot, who's been behind a beard. You are. <laughs> well, well, also because of the fact that earlier in the episode, she's not wearing a like a like a skivvy. She's type not is dress. She? She's I, wearing a like with a normal neckline, a round neckline. She did a neck tuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. It's like when you're sucking your gut, now you're sucking your Adam's apple. Yeah. Actually, I was going to say how it, it is kind of wacky with the some of the violence for just small jokes with very little payoff with yeah, the sandpaper flicking the mm. yeah the, 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 the angle grinder or whatever it is to the face and the flicking the cigarette into the eye and then Homer stabbing the herself knife in the fly, yeah I think the wacky didn't hurt the episode though no. that wasn't no. the problem with the episode but yeah, they were just little uh, quick throwaway bits that didn't I don't know if it yeah. added I didn't add but it was very neutral yeah yeah it was more the story progression and the um the lack of heart in oh. this episode oh. what'd you think of it yeah, pretty much non-existent. It, it could have and should have been there for Marge's acceptance. I yeah, am okay with her having a problem with it and then growing to it, sure. But the way it was done was just so hackneyed yeah. and sloppy and boring. It, the thing was, it was the end result of Marge being like, oh, you know, she's going to get a surprise. Would have, I, I would have even been a, a bit okay with, because mm. even though it's a like very mean it's a scummy of Marge, thing. Yeah, yeah. but you could have gone this, somewhere. The simple fact is that at the start of the episode, she was so for same-sex marriage. If she if she had not been for it so vehemently in the first half of the episode, I would have almost believed that like you know she could play this almost trick on her sister. But then it was because it was this juxtaposition of like oh no I'm for it, but then oh no 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 suddenly I'm gonna like be a complete bitch. Mm. And that's uh. the thing they they used Marge when they could have used pretty much anybody else in the town who hadn't been so passionately for it. 
They could have just kept doing it. Um, they could have been Reverend Selma. Lovejoy and they yeah, been or Selma. Lovejoy. Yeah, Selma. I mean, is so like a. She might have had an ulterior motive, being like, "Oh, look, it's not that I'm against gay marriage. I just didn't want you to leave." Yeah, that would. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that could have been a sort of a. You know, they pushed the point, but they gave her a closure that you could still feel some sympathy for her. And no, they just use it as Marge learning a lesson that she didn't really have to learn in the first place, which they always do. Mm. They, they give her that, that joke even at the end where it's like, oh, you know, I didn't have a jigsaw puzzle to do. I just, you know, I just wanted to make you jealous. It would yeah. have tied in much better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, this is actually an episode where I like the actual bullet points of the plot here, but mm. they just didn't execute it well at all. Not at all. So, right. Which makes me ask, would you watch it again? Mm, no. Eh, maybe. I, no, no. I wouldn't avoid it. If it's on a disc and I couldn't be bothered to move, the old hangover question. Mm, the season 16 disc is pretty bleak, though. Yeah, but I'm assuming I didn't put it on myself. Like, if, <laughs> yeah. I'm, in, if I'm in a saw trap, it's like, I want to play a game. You can either <laughs> walk through this hallway of knives or watch The Simpsons 16 in its entirety. I'd be like, oh, cool. Entirely, let's, let's go. Jigsaw, you dick. I'm pretty sure this is either the last or the second last episode on disc, so it'd be a real easy decision for me to go, oh, next disc, eject. Like, yeah, yeah, you suddenly feel like doing the dishes mm. uh, yeah, if, that's true. when this episode that's comes true. along. So much laundry to do. Let's rank this thing! All right, let's kick it off with BT. Uh, I'm going to give it a watch a carcass. <laughs> uh, no, for reals, um... I feel like it's going for a good point and it has half of it there, but it doesn't mm. land it. I'm going to go participant because it's not in the hate territory for me or even sure. there's not a lot. There's a few jokes that are okay. I'll take watching my carcass any day of the week. Um, mm. It's arguably worth it for that alone, but there's just nothing really there to recommend above just passing grade. Sure so it gets, it gets a D minus. All right. Uh, Jordan. Jfro, uh, this is why I was kind of like I was talking about before about kind of a, a participant being almost a kind of a, a one that you can just file away and just forget that you never need to revisit. Mm. It's just it's there, and yes, you remember it. But there's no it kind of there, there's some there's some bad episodes that at least have some good jokes, and this one is kind of just a complete. Just I could forget all of it and I wouldn't be worse off for it I don't feel so um, it's participant for me it's not enough to hate it it's not so bad there's some which brings up some really kind of for me objectionable material almost where I'm kind of like this is really making me angry and I, I, I wish they hadn't made this episode this one is just kind of Eh, it's 2005. Mm. Yes, I guess they were trying to be That's the way that progressive. It, it feels like they're trying. They're just not quite getting it, but yeah, at least just, they're trying, you know? Yeah. And it's just a kind of a thing. It's like, a, well, I can just gloss over this. And, mm. and for that, it's participant for me. Yeah. Um, Clanny? All right. So head one was thinking bronze. Head two was thinking participant. But the more people talk about it, the more I think we've agreed on our participant. Really? Yeah, I mean, look, it's not the worst. It is very bland, though. And there's enough of it going really wobbly in the middle that sort of knocks it out of bronze. I think the first half was bronze, but it really just didn't work. It, it lost its character. It lost its mm. yeah. message of if it had one. Yeah, um, I'm just echoing my sentiments from before. It's a participant from me. It's like it had good ideas for plot points, but the execution just wasn't there. And... Um, its message was overall positive, which actually does bring it up a few points for me. So, yeah, participant for me. 
All right, cool. Unanimous participant for there's something Yay. about marrying. Woo. All right, we will be back. Planning, I like half the socks. We are back and we just watched Lisa the Beauty Queen season four episode four. First premiered in October 15th in 1992. Probably hit Australian shores about 1993. Mm-hmm. And in this episode, uh, Lisa literally becomes a beauty queen. Gasp. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that's a good enough synopsis. Guys, yes. what did you think? Uh, <laughs> the the title at the top of my page, of my page and a half of notes, all of which is positive, is Flawless Victory. Oh. It's everything. It's tight. It's hilarious. The plot is great. Everything is fantastic. I threw the floor to uh, Jordan and uh, Claire to pick out an episode, and you picked this one, I'm like... Oh, you sure? This one doesn't really... Okay, well, whatever, let's sure. go yeah, with it. Yeah, I actually have to say I was really surprised that you had that reaction. I was like, what the hell? Like, this is such a good episode. Well, I Not think it's this... one of the ones where its greatness comes from its quick, subtle jokes and the fact that yeah. they're so... Like, it's just... The whole way is just a highway bang, of bang, jokes. Bang, 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 yeah, yeah, and rather than having huge standout moments, and when you watch it critically, yeah, everything just flows so perfectly. It's so good. And I have to say, like, I know it's jumping ahead to the questionnaire and everything, but we've done a lot of episodes where you've asked if there's been heart in them. And I've always oh, felt that that's been a little bit like, oh, not really, not really, not really. I kept sort of going, didn't really feel much. But this is one where there is a lot of Spades, heart. Yeah, it's, it's a really lovely Homer and Lisa episode. Mm. But it doesn't go for it the whole episode, exactly. which is surprising. It's sort of in there at the start and then in there at the end but it comes to such a beautiful resolution like well the mm. good thing oh. is it's 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 everyone is supporting lisa marge tries to support lisa she's not as good at it but she's there for her little girl mm. you know and she's even there for homer like explaining where he's coming from even though he apparently stuffs up in her eyes yeah. but Bart and Lisa. Bart's incredibly supportive and really <laughs> funny. Like a lot of the gags come from him. Are you kidding? I'm starting to think I could win. Exactly. <laughs> like he's he's really yeah he's on the money in this episode. So many jokes. Like <laughs> just like crammed into the first with like like Skinner and then Bart and Willie like with the haggis fifty cent like all of it and it was actually like it wasn't just like a really long setup with a kind of a very little payoff joke it was just very quick just yeah. instant jokes i mean was. it was sort of said it, it was clearly setting up to the part where she gets the portrait of herself yeah absolutely but, but none it, of it felt wasted oh no exactly yeah. yeah and it was a great setup that led to the rest of the uh, plot so yeah, yeah and so let's, let's bring it actually in. in a similar way that the mr plow episode like surprised me of how tight mm-hmm. this one is both story and jokes mm. that the episode is serving both equally so well. Mm. Like, oh, I just, oh, it makes me want to cry. But we should go back to the start. And the top of Act One um, is the, the the school carnival, the happiest place on earth. And it starts out with unintentional theme: Disney lawyers. <laughs> I, I like how the the lawyer works. Sorry for. Burns and for Disney, like yeah. also that kind of gives yeah. you a measure of how ma- maybe powerful well, like, Burns is. Yeah, he's got the same lawyer as the Disney lawyer. Yeah, like how we're talking about how Lindsay Nagel is always the executive, no matter what executive you need. Uh, the does he even have a name? He's just the blue haired lawyer. Blue haired lawyer. lawyer is the lawyer for everyone. That's <laughs> what his name is in Tapped Out. So I'm taking that as his official name. That, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, 
But it's just a local school fair. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And they're like, no, we're going to have to insist you cease and desist immediately. <laughs> no, I'm afraid you've just got an ex-Green Beret mad. <laughs> <laughs> awesome mini action sequence there. Uh, and he's got the great action one line. Oh. Yeah. While straightening his tie, copyright expired. Yeah. Oh, so 80s action. <laughs> this whole this whole opening sequence, though, we, we kind of we talk about teens and HD episodes, the A that that first little bit is just it's so tenuously linked to the rest mm. of the episode, whereas this just feels so natural. Yeah. And it's so nice. And there's so many gags in it as well. It's not just kind of like we need to wring as much material out of it as we can with the Bart the Yeah, three card oh, Monty. Three card Monty screen. with yeah. the smoke. Yeah. It's it's exactly totally but the it's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, it's the, gonna thing the willy thing with the haggis like trying to get as people. as good as your sounds. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. It's like two minutes of these crammed jokes of like quick cuts to yeah. the stalls at Springfield Primary School's um, fair, and like all indicative of the characters. And hey, Auto Man, I dare you this thing to go faster. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'll be in Mexico if this thing blows over. <laughs> and I, the guy guessing Homer's age and weight, he's like, yeah. uh, you're like Joke's 60 you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you know what it, this market reminded me of the market at the start of the other episode where it's like uh, Ned buys the no Ned only candy gla- uh, glass and he's all like rainbow suspenders yep. yeah, yeah. and that was, a, that was a bunch of funny gags thrown together and then they just drop the market thing and suddenly it's a bush moving in next door episode yep. mm-hmm. it's like the exact same bit except not tied into the rest of the episode mm. well because what well, I like it about is this tied. Well, it does okay eventually leads to Lisa getting the uh, cartoonist portrait of her what I really like is this feels like how a child would rate their self worth they look goofy on a caricature so they feel bad sorry I was saying this episode is tied in way good where the other one wasn't sorry oh right no, I mean, of I course it is this episode is so quotable and in this particular moment we're talking about the thing where it's like you're like roller skating and uh, not really everybody yeah, loves roller, roller skating which is just endlessly quoting whenever mm. i see a roller skater or a roll blader it doesn't matter i'm gonna say that fucking line because this episode has ingrained it into my brain so yeah this first bit is filled with the rapid fire gags but it ultimately is a domino that falls perfectly into the next part of the story which is lisa feeling ugly and goofy based on this caricature because yeah as teenagers were uh, we were all insecure at that time what we also take from that is uh homer also wins a ride on the duff blimp which again we get some great lines from when he's like wow ride on the duff blimp what would that be like it's like and if you look to your right you'll see some central pivot irrigation <laughs> wow <laughs> and then, that's um, funny like jumping ahead to jokes that flew over my head which was which that dreams are made yeah i mean the banality of that one flew yeah. over my head at the time but as a kid it was like i liked the whole uh, they stop into springfield state and of course they're holding up a Homer thing because they knew That's he was going to fly works. over a blimp that day. <laughs> That's how fantasy works. And then he was like, oh, yeah. Flanders won the shoe buffer. We have a perfectly good shoe buffer at home. I want that one. Yeah. <laughs> I think and that leads into well, like again, one of my favorite quotes of the like he's like he's so upset about not winning second place and he wins first place. He's like, oh my god! Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. it's so overdone. But it's like, yes. But it Ugh. leads so perfectly into um the house where Homer is walking through the hallways, like basically doing nothing else but singing. Hey there, Blippi yeah. boy, yeah. flying through the sky so fancy free. Nice harmonies there, guys. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, but yeah, he's almost doing nothing else wandering through the house, just so excited by his prize. And then notices poor little Lisa there. 
And that's a really that's a really good scene where he's trying to cheer up. He's going, you know, you're cute as a bug's ear, which is which is also one of my favorite little quotes. She's like, She's like, like you have, to, have say to say that. Yeah, you have to say stuff like that. And straight away, Grandpa Simpson walks past and goes, Dad, am I cute as a bug's ear? No, you're only as a mule's butt. Horribly. <laughs> I know. Like. It's, it's somehow more cutting than ugly as a mule's yeah. butt. Yeah. <laughs> It's almost a metaphor for the Simpsons episodes where we go, you know, some of the more plain episodes are actually somehow worse than the ones that are outright bad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like how they just dull you to death. That's yeah. the same thing, being as homely yeah. as I, I would even butt. cite the previous two episodes. At least uh, the, the, the gay marriage one went for a point. It didn't land it, but it yeah. tried. Also, but it didn't also. take, but it was worth a try. Where um, Marge says, oh, Homer, you're looking at it through a father's eyes. And he said, well, if I could guy out someone else's eyes out and, and shove them in my sockets, but I can. And I think she's my daughter and she's a lot beautiful. And I'm like, oh, you know what? That's so lovely. And it's so Homer, like, to a T. Like, he's not, I mean, Later Simpsons, like, complete disputes this, but he's not an idiot. He's He gets things yeah, wrong, he, but he loves his family exactly. so much. He just, could like, gouge out the eyes yeah, of some random stranger and shove them in his sockets. He would. But his daughter is, to him, the most beautiful creature on earth. Yeah. Also, I have to say, like, to jump back slightly, Marge trying to comfort her, going, I know a song that'll cheer you up. There <laughs> once was an ugly duckling. So you think you I'm say ugly? ugly. <laughs> no, you're one of the pretty ducks that make fun of the ugly one. And it just, it just that. undermines that. I like to terrible. think that in that moment, she was, like, covering for herself, but then realising the yeah, moral of the story. That's exactly yeah, what exactly. it was. It's, yeah, it's, it's her with the, um, you know, big bowl of strawberry ice cream. It's like, yeah. this worked for me, and oh, shit, that's terrible. And that's... <laughs> sort of what we were getting to in the previous episode uh, the conservative nature of Marge that mm. she is so naive she just wants to think the best of everything and well, I, I always get the feeling she's grown up in that old world which yeah. had an answer for everything except now it's come to the point where those answers don't fit anymore and they don't work mm. and there's always that little bit of Marge who's holding on to it but also appreciating that eh, it's not really gonna work in this family I know and Lisa's like oh my god she's just not woke <laughs> well, uh, later, oh, Lisa. But her eyebrows are on fleek. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast recorded in 2017. Oh, there was really beautiful shot that kind of um went from the really bright like cartooniness of of the happy blimpy boy with him like uh, frolicking. Would you say frolicking? Possibly even flouncing down the street. Um, Too much dancing, not nearly enough prancing. Yeah, <laughs> prancing. He was prancing. Frankly, some mincing would have been nice. And then. <laughs> Through the door, you see dark with a flickering candle and the sullen silence of... It was mm. like a scene out of The Exorcist or something. It's it's exactly mm. how to bring the mood down from a, a peripheral in, in a different room. Mm. Um, and then you cut to the in the next scene where, where Blimpy Boy is like washed by grey. It's like dishwater grey and he's got the, 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 the sad pickle instead of a blimp. <laughs> it's a pretty still a pretty big pickle, I just wanna say. Like still pretty I, decent. Yeah, oh yeah. It is a happy hey. pickle. You could tell he was so depressed he went down to eat some pickles. You know, yep. like that was yeah. the yeah. cheer him One up. made but... him realise it looked like a blimp. Exactly. <laughs> Before that, we've got the bit where he goes to Mo's tavern, he sees the ad for Laramie cigarettes. They won't let us uh, advertise on TV. <sighs> oh, that sweet Laramie taste. But there's nothing to stop us from endorsing a children's beauty pageant. And he's like, yeah. Lisa could hire that. And there's a great moment here where he literally opens his wallet and he's got a photo of Lisa and his ticket. And he's like, mm. 
Oh, okay, I'm going to give away. I'm going to sell my ticket, pay for this. It's it's a wonderful hard. And, he, and they covered for that in the story later on, where um the whole twist of why Homer sent in the caricature and not an actual picture of Lisa, even though he had one in his wallet, he didn't have a big, big enough, enough picture of Lisa. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the car uh, the caricature yeah. was done like uh, on yeah. A4 paper. And you know what? This is the antithesis of Jerkass Homer. Yeah, like, this oh, is the yeah. one where it's like he really, really fucking cares about his family it's and he a, really wants the best for them. It's as clear an act of self-sacrifice as yeah. he's able to do. Yeah. Absolutely. This is mm. this is like his like gold medal at the Olympics is a ride on the duff limp is for him. Oh yeah. Everything he could possibly ever want, and he gives that away to he, make his daughter happy. And he that could is have seen central pivot irrigation. Yeah, but he gave it yeah. up for Lisa's happiness. He literally gave up his dream. Yeah. His literal dream. His lifelong dream was to see that car shaped like a bowling pin. He did it two years ago in Santa Monica. <laughs> okay, the other thing I like about this, going back to more of the heart, is that it does portray the Simpsons as a working class family. He mm. can't mm. afford $250 to help out or to, to pay for anything for his child. They don't have that kind of cash, even if it is important to her. So he actually has to sell something to get something. Mm. Yeah. And I think you don't see a lot of that in the later episodes that I can recall. No. And the other element here is that he didn't hear... Laramie cigarette sponsored. He heard my little girl can be put on a pedestal. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's actually, I applaud this episode for only hitting on the Laramie cigarettes thing at the start and then at the end. Like, um, it does make it a subtle underlying uh, thing of this whole Little Miss Springfield pageant. Yeah. Uh, I just want to quickly bring up two points. Uh, one, I, I feel like this is the classic era homo. Through an analysis, and I really need to do some more research on this, there seem to be three eras. Once, first you've got the flawed patriarch, then you've got the classic era Homer, then you've got the jerk house Homer in the latest seasons. More research on that to come, listeners. Uh, but more, I really want to talk about the Laramie cigarettes ad because I love the hell out of it. Uh, when the dad's yep. playing with the daughter, he's like, wee! Wee! Oh, yeah. Wee! And she just never comes Wee! down. <laughs> it just kills me every time. And uh, when it cuts to Krusty, it's like, I wholeheartedly endorse this product or event. Mm-hmm. It's oh. such a grainy footage of him as well. It's like recorded in his basement when he's in rehab, trying desperately to make a couple of bucks. You can tell like there's this like downgrade in yeah. quality as soon as that cuts in, and you're yeah. like, ah, yeah, because yeah. it's like grainy and a little bit black and white, the, and his yeah. colors completely off. The funny thing is, on Twitter, I hit up worst episode ever podcast at one point, and I go, oh, can you uh, give a shout out to my podcast or some reason? And then they posted the Frinkyak screen cap <laughs> of that bit. I hardly nice. endorse this product, and <laughs> no. I'm like, oh my god, oh, that's, that's the awesome. best endorsement I've that, gotten. That most definitely is. Also, only because the DVD menu is still scrolling. Mm. Yes. It, this is after the Camp Krusty episode, so we know just how cheap Krusty <laughs> yeah. is with all this stuff. Oh like- um, also on the issue of other Simpsons podcasts, uh, Four Finger Discount actually uh, have just finished uh, reviewing all of season four now. They're about to move on to season five. And, okay, um, so it's five seasons till they give up. Yeah. <laughs> Prove us wrong, four finger discount. Yeah. Prove, Prove us wrong. wrong. You get past season 14, Godspeed. Yeah. <laughs> Godspeed, little doodle. He got some wastelands to come. And they were talking about season four, and like, it does make me realize, yeah, season four was actually like this perfect mix of the jokes and stories at this time in The Simpsons history. 
Uh, so Hammer tells Lisa that he's entered her into the uh, contest. She's initially, you know, shocked because, hey, what I want is less attention, not more. And even uh, Bart is like, hey, Homer, why would you do that? Have you seen the girls in that contest? <laughs> I love that he takes up his own shoe and beats himself in the head with it. <laughs> like, I think that's a really good homage to the, um, what is it? Is it the, the coyote from... Uh, you mean Johnny Cash? Not oh, Johnny Cash. What coyote are we talking about? The coyote that goes hau, hau, oh, Tex Avery. Tex Avery. Um, and of course, the mask wouldn't have been out by now, but they were doing the same bit. But And I like this plot point that it's like, Homer did a stupid thing just like thinking he was doing the right thing and then Marge had to explain it to Lisa yeah. in a way. Yeah. yeah uh, that I was a really good like- way of showing how, she, how understanding she is of his well-meaning buffoonery. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it, it has a very realistic reaction for everyone. Lisa's like, no, why the fuck would I do that? And she runs up and cries. Mine's like, do you know what your father gave up for this? It was his mm. right on the Duff yeah. blimp. And well, I, that was I beautiful to me. We're not going to force you to do anything mm. you don't want to do, you mm. know? And I like that it wasn't her guilting her into it, really. She was just explaining. He didn't mean to yeah. hurt you, you know? That's he what was, yeah. came across that. He's he not was trying, trying to hurt what you. He thought what yeah. his best, yeah. I, I like the fact that uh, like when uh, like the regionals of the the beauty pageant where it's like all the kind of the there's like a little girl who's probably Lisa's age with like a fur like a mink oh, yeah. stole like around her neck and everything and um, she looks at the girl and she goes if you're gonna binge you better purge yeah. oh what a bitch <laughs> what well, I know that's I love such that. a joke that went over my head yeah, yeah. I love that for yeah. a joke I didn't get till later that's I, I feel like. In, if this was season 28 or 29, they would, that would pay off too much attention to that joke. Mm. And it would be like a story point almost. No, absolutely. But here it's just said in passing, if you get yeah. it, good. If you don't, we're already on something else. Yeah. yeah. But it's like Veep. Like Veep just kind of tells a joke and then moves on. And if you haven't got it, it's too bad. It's like we've moved on from Yeah. yeah. Wow. No, it's great running. And that their whole dialogue is amazing because it's like... There's Amber Dempsey. She was both Pork Princess and Little Miss Kosher in one month. Yeah, in, the, <laughs> yeah. in the same week, even. In the same week. Yeah. Same week. Got, oh eyel- eyelash extensions. I thought eyelash extensions. I thought they were illegal. Not, not in, in Paraguay. Paraguay. Not in Paraguay. Oh, and that sound effect that they keep bringing back to Amber yeah. Dempsey. Yeah. Like the camera flash sound. <laughs> it's like, yep. I, to yeah. me, that's multiple Kung Fu sword sound. Yeah. <laughs> And I like that Lisa goes away from this feeling like pretty uncertain, but everyone sort of bands to help her out, you know. Yeah. Marge takes to the hairdresser. Rachel. They do some really weird shit there. So we go back to the training for the Little Miss Springfield pageant in which we've got just the fantastic immortal line from the choreographer of, I said step, pause, turn, pause, pivot, step, step, not step, pause, turn, pause, step, pivot, stores. Fuck. <laughs> Let me you do, do it. It's you a tongue it. twister. I said pause. step, pause, turn, pause, pivot, step, step, not step, pause, turn, pause, pivot, step, pause. Oh, shudder. <laughs> so uh, it goes through this really clever montage of different haircuts of Lisa. I don't remember what the song was. It was pretty sort of generic Yeah. Um, but it was effective for the moment where she had all radical hairstyles and one of them was Marge at the end, which was cute. And then it ends up just being her spikes just on a slight curve. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's so like um, not another teen movie where they just 
take the ponytail out and take off the glasses. glasses. And you're beautiful now. But that was taken from, uh, was it uh, Pretty in Pink? She is all that. She's all that. My bad. It was pretty much an amalgam of all that It was taken from every cliche ever. It was every teen movie ever created in the 90s, basically. But it leads on to a really good bit. So, you know, Marge (laughs) and Lisa are pulling into the driveway and Homer's like, okay, make a big fuss about her when she comes home. Uh, Women are ravenous monsters who just want more and more. Compliments. Ravenous, blood-sucking uh, monsters who want more, more, more. Thank you. Thank She'll you. see through me like grandma's on the <laughs> <laughs> And then he's like, and if you give it to them, you'll get something extra. And that thought bubble where, you know, you, you, you're already a little bit weirded out because it's like they are talking about his daughter and and Bart's sister. <gasps> and, but then you go to the, the, the thought, bubble, the where thought bubble where it's just Marge mowing the lawn while Homer's <laughs> had a, like, a tropical cocktail. It's a, it's a, and I like later on, it's also like chop, chop, dig, 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 dig chop, yeah. chop, <laughs> dig, dig. Yeah. That's right. And then, but Bart's like, okay, dad, I trust you. I'll, I'll give compliments. And like, I like how it's like Homer compliments Lisa and Bart compliments, compliments Marge. Marge. Yeah. And With, does the classic, who's your school grade friend there? Wait a minute. That's mom. <laughs> and the best thing is they eat it up and then Bob's yeah. like, wow, dad, do you know anything else about women? No, no that's, that's it. it. <laughs> and like they do a smash cut to the next scene where Bart is practicing this advice yeah. in real life. Yeah. And yeah, manages to uh, get a... Gab a giant uh, ice cream. hundred scoop. hundred yeah. times bigger Sunday. Yeah. 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 Of like Lunchmate Doris's sister. How does a the lady working in an ice cream uh, Maintain shop... Maintain such a slim figure. <laughs> I've misjudged you. Yeah, it is totally Lunch Lady Doris's sister, um, Ice Cream Lady Morris. (laughs) Also, ironic that that's her only line when she turns out to be one of the judges. (laughs) Oh, that's right. I I feel like they were just lazy on character models this time. Uh, But we do have uh, Lisa at the pageant. Uh, Starts off with a little bit of... um, America the Brave, I think. Skies. Mm. Forsaken. I leave an answer in the comments, please. Sorry, to go to immediately to a corrections on the Simpsons Index, uh, it is in fact, Lisa starts off not America Brave, but America the Beautiful, and uh, transitions into Proud Mary, but a Creedence Clearwater revival. I'm all about that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so I love how Krusty is late he, uh, to the Little Miss Springfield pageant because he ate a real, uh, too much brisket. Yeah. But also, mm. he is so professional. Yes, yeah. he knows exactly. He's like, "What is this about?" Like, he just launches straight into Crusty, Little Miss Springfield, the strong. ultimate professional. Yeah. yeah, he is really like you know he's like he talk. There's a lot of like jokes in other episodes about like how he a lot of oh, whoa yeah. and <laughs> oh yeah a lot of his, oh, <laughs> but you know what his share of auga oh exactly he, he knows exactly like he is launch he's the perfect like MC and then he can launch he can. Yeah, what is this, a Republican convention? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he hasn't even tucked in his cummerbund, and then the no. next second he's out there nailing it. Yeah. And the Bob Hope of... You know what? You were talking yeah. about, like, oh, I don't know about this episode, but we all fucking song this song, the Little Miss Springfield song. Yeah, we did. We yeah. all sang along perfectly, because this is a perfectly memorable... Did we do that on mic? We should do it now, right now. One. Two, I guess I'm three. Sure by default. L the losers in her way. I the income she will make. T is for her tooth-filled mouth. T is for her tooth-filled mouth. 
and man. concussion there provided by Jordan. Yeah, no. Um, and I like how Homer's backstage supporting Lisa. And uh, the bit with the petroleum jelly. Yeah, yeah. She uh, glosses up her smile. He's like, "Hmm, tastes a little taste." And then just, just like a bear claw swipes the entire. <laughs> it's his honey pot jelly. Anyway, yeah. is it Vaseline? It's yeah. Vaseline. It's Vaseline. Really? Yeah. Yes. Oh. He's gonna have the slipperiest poops. <laughs> to be fair, I've never eaten it. Might be delicious. I can confirm I it is not. I assume it's not. So Act 2 ends with um, Amber Dempsey, uh, Miss Jackie Chan eyebrows. Uh, fuck. Miss Jackie Chan eyelashes. <laughs> uh, winning the Little Miss Springfield contest and Lisa walking away dejected. Winning second place, which is still pretty good because, yep. you know, she can replace Amber Dempsey in the case of, you know, click, click. Um, so anyway, Act 3 kicks off with... Um, Another news report, which is another reoccurring theme on this podcast, is that an act break into like a news report is yeah. actually a great way to come back from commercial well, yeah. and catch the audience back up on what's yeah, yeah. happening. What, not only that, but just sometimes the number of times we've watched The Simpsons watching TV, and I actually yeah. really like it. It seems weirdly self-referential to what we're currently doing. So well, like actually, you made a really good point. It was about kind of how often kind of um, seen transitions are cr- either crosses to or from mm, television, it's television people watching, watching it, yeah. immediately M. Dempsey gets struck by lightning uh, like, not immediately. immediately first we have Barney in the Duff blimp who crashes at like the Hindenburg Kent Brockman's like oh the humanity now crossing the right over to Little Miss Springfield anyway <laughs> <laughs> the new craze that's sweeping the nation wasting, wasting food, food. This was so off-quoted in my family. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, coming out of ap- uh, uh, Act 3, Lisa is the newly crowned Little Miss Springfield, <laughs> and she's walking through the elementary school, and we see a slight glimpse of smooth-talking Ralph. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Love that so- chewing gum walk. Very wriggly. Clink the milks together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's going to say, right before that, uh, Lisa being sworn in as the new Little Miss Springfield is a parallel yep. of Lyndon Johnson being sworn in as the uh, new president really? after Nixon. Yep. So anyway, there's a sort of USO show thing happening where special guest to this episode, Bob Hope, makes his appearance. And uh. I love how he sort of confirms with the stagehand, who's the mayor of this town? Quimby? Good. I'll just yeah. use my standard golf yeah, yeah. Uh, bit. But I love how Bob Hope actually voices... Him. Like, yeah. he knows he's a parody of himself. Like, he yeah, knows yeah. he's an entertain the troops, like, veteran by this stage. Absolutely. But anyway, so part of her responsibility is obviously Lisa then has to ride at the front of the Laramie Cigarettes Corporation's float. Yeah. Uh, Again, which, uh, same corporate chill. Oh, yeah. I love the corporate chill on this one. We're, well, we're thinking of retiring menthol moose. <laughs> <laughs> And I like that this is sort of where they decided to bring the Laramie thing back because mm. it was there at the start. Homer just like just ignored it because it was yeah. like, my little girl can be pretty. And now it's like, here's the reality um, it, that is on his little here's girl the now. the consequences of your actions. Yeah. And I like how the Laramie guy sort of explains the situation to Lisa. You know, so many of our customers have been, well, um, dying. dying. <laughs> <laughs> this is totally Lisa. Yeah, Straight down sorry. the line. Yep. 
He goes, you know what? I don't like smoking. I don't abide with anything to do with smoking. I'm going to fight against it with the thing, not just the like kicking the cigarette, the huge cigarette packet over and turn onto yeah, the moose, but, but like saying, you know, college football diverts, you know, precious but months away that from art moment music. of when the nerds stand up against the jocks is so brilliant. What I love, and I don't know if I noticed, yeah. was then the next point is the newspaper reveal nerds beaten savagely yeah. by jocks. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. Uh, the episode pretty much ends with like the town going, "Oh my God, this Lisa Simpson, no, no moral, she's out of control. We got to stop her." And then the Laramie like, guy, gentlemen, our prayers have been answered. And when it turns out that, and this is a joke that I've copied in tests, yeah, where you know, at high school, you get the test and it says, yeah. "This Dude. page is left blank on purpose," and you just write, "Okay," yeah. <laughs> because the... Homer did it in this episode. Yeah, yeah. do or... not write below this line. He wrote. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> because of course Homer's like he's not smart. Obviously he loves his daughter, but mm. he is yeah. he's not a kind of a smart guy. He of course he would write in this particular column. And oh, it makes sense. It makes sense in the context it's inherent of the, to the character yeah. and it's like Homer's um loving stupidity was yeah. also the downfall. It's the perfect idiot move, you know. Absolutely. And in talking of idiot moves, the goat feeding gag uh, <laughs> where the production staff at Channel 6 News keep cutting to the wrong clip of the goat uh, drinking out of a milk bottle. I want to hear that story, though. That sounds adorable. <laughs> say, because it cuts into my exclusive interview with Pop John Paul II. It's like... And it's back to the goat feeding. <laughs> And that's the thing, as a kid, you don't realise just how amazing that would have been for mm. a reporter. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, that's it. I'm out of here. Call the weekend guy. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'll be at McDougald's. A parallel import gag, but I'm going to let it slide. Let's do it all at the same time. Right. Three, two, one. It's, it's time, time for the questionnaire! questionnaire! So, storyline-wise, this was an A throughout. Ultimately, did this... Feel yes. like an episode oh of the Simpsons. Yes, 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 yes. Thank God, yes. A hundred times, yes. I just want to bring up in this question is like integrity. Everything is on point. The show is on point. The characters mm-hmm. are on point. Mm-hmm. But especially mm-hmm. Homer. This is the kind of Homer that we like, where it's you know his stupidity, but it's out of love. Yeah, he's trying his best. He's just kind of an idiot. And the downfall of the episode is on his stupidity and. Ultimately, this is going to the heart, but Lisa um, like, forgives him because it's like, you made me feel special. Yeah, we'll get there. But it's, yeah. it's actual familial, like, kind of that love that, that, not that kind of forced upon feeling that some of the other episodes mm. make you feel. This is real kind of like, he actually really cares about his daughter. Ladies and, and gentlemen, Jordan is crying. You don't get it's that in a lot of upper episodes. You don't get that. You don't you don't feel that kind of it feels really forced, but this is just so natural and I love this episode for this exact reason. Fair enough, man. That is fair enough. But play count. How many times do you think you've seen it? So for me it's gotta be in the hundred at least. Wow. Like I That's know fine. this episode was VHS taped in my family. BT how many times? In the thousands. Fair enough. Throw down. Clanny. Yeah, heaps. Any jokes that sort of flew over your head? I think we all agreed that the joke, um, well, if you're going to binge, you got to purge, sort yeah. of flew out of our yeah. heads in the day. 
I was going to say quickly, uh, the reference to Lyndon Johnson being sworn in, I wouldn't have gotten as a child. No, absolutely not. Wackiness. Um, any wackiness, like the goat feeding and the Amber Dempsey being struck by lightning, that was all inherent to the story and it was beautiful. Hey, people get struck by lightning, dude. Oh, how about the heart? I really like when Lisa's like, do you remember why you went to me in this contest? Yes. Like, I don't know. Was I drunk? Possibly. But uh, you did it to make me feel better about myself, and I do. And he's like, we remember this next time I screw your life up? I promise. It's like, it's the perfect counterpoint to its own point. This is every it. Simpsons relationship it's question. A, it's because a moment of metafiction where they're like looking outside themselves like, I know that next week you're going to have some bullshit zany antics. Not even that. He yeah. knows he's going to ruin her life at some point. Yeah. <laughs> I think the moment was in, uh, the heart moment was in Lisa saying, and I do. Like, just accepting mm, Homer uh. for who he is and going... I finally realized that there was a beautiful gesture that you did for me, Dad. And Hey, she still comes second. She gets in first eventually. Yeah, but she's still sad after second. No, but that, I mean, that's the beauty of the ending that it took mm. her to be out of that moment of the pageant to go, now Agreed. I finally realized what you did. Yes or no, would you watch this episode again? Yes. 100%, because this is one of my favorite episodes of season four. Let's rank this thing. Woo, 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 woo. So, I'm going to go with uh, Clanny first. Cubic Zirconia. Yeah. Yeah? Do you th- agree with that head too? I can't disagree with it. Because <laughs> uh, you agree or because she has you by yeah, the Yeah, no, nuts? Like, I don't understand. Would you rate it gold instead? No, look, I, I can't disagree with that. That's, it's, there's nothing wrong with this episode. There's nothing wrong with this episode. Mm. Jordan. This is a, a clear Cubic Zirconia. This is a perfect... Anti-jerkass Homer. Yes. Homer is so in love with his children and it is so refreshing to see him trying to kind of enrich them. So, I rank this one a cubic zirconium in my books and it's weird because like going into it, I thought this was a guaranteed gold. I mean, Lisa, Beauty Queen episode, oh, blah, blah, blah. But no, this was so tight on the story, the jokes, the heart, the wackiness. Everything was in conjunction to make this a, an essential Simpsons episode. BT. Oh, for sure. I'm I'm gonna completely go with the grain here, you bastards. Uh, Cubic's kind of like I said at the beginning, flawless victory. This is tight. It's funny. The just rapid jokes. It's not heavy on the quotable jokes. It's just more uh, every single th- no no. It's got it's got a few of them. Okay, but it's more every single go- gag is just every single line is a joke. Essentially, it's fantastic. There's just you don't go. A f- uh, even a minute without a joke gets a little lighter towards the end, but that's when you get all the emotion and the stakes and everything plays out. It's fantastic. Cubic's going to get no question. Yeah, absolutely. All right, cool, guys. That has been episode 36 of The Simpsons Index. What, and what? Now, as of this moment, we have reviewed 102 episodes. What? Oh, my God. What can anybody want? <laughs> no way. Thank you, all the listeners out there, for supporting this podcast. We... Yeah, really appreciate your love. And um, and also, just another shout-out and thank you to Worst Episode Ever who had me on and essentially doubled our listeners um, since having me on as a guest. We thank you. Like, you guys were the catalyst for me starting this podcast. So, yeah, Worst Episode Ever. Go check them out. And for now, that's been Jordan. Hello. That's been BT. That is completely correct there, Kent. That's been Clanny. Bye. Goodbye. And I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. You may remember him from such films <laughs> as not as... tapping out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for checking out the Simpsons Index podcast. 
Don't forget to go to www.thesimpsonsindex.com for the spreadsheet and information about upcoming episodes. For today's extra content. Alright, so we are going to jump back to season 18. <laughs> I'm going to take that again because I'm finding Clanny fighting with itself <laughs> way too amusing. Clanny, stop eating Clanny. <laughs> First half of Clanny, stop eating the second half of Clanny. Only one! <laughs> <laughs> but what were we rocking out to in 2005? I mean, we can Google all the Simpsons index. Uh, no. I reckon it was probably Missy Elliott. Yeah? I never rocked out. Let there. me search it. Uh, I'm going to work it. Well, I will not hear a bad word said about Missy Elliott. I don't even know who she is, so I can't say a bad word about her. It's I, me in disguise. Oh my God, I always had a sus- <laughs> suspicion. That's four-finger discount available on iTunes, but no, listen to our podcast. Don't again, again what... it's not like they're airing at the same time. They can listen to both. <laughs> they're yeah. already if they've listened to ninety minutes of this already, they they're already hooked. It's true, they're ingrained. I bet they can't imagine you what I'm put say up next. With ninety minutes of us nipple sparkle, except for the occasional nipple sparkle. Homer's telling Lisa about Little Miss Springfield pageant, and he's holding up the pamphlet. It says Litty Miss Springfield. Yeah, it doesn't say Little. Good point. It says Litty. Litty. Couldn't yep. fit it. So, yeah, I hope someone was flyered over that blunder. Flyered. Did I say flyered? <laughs> I said flyered. Elliot, you're flyered. <laughs> um, I love, he takes off his own shoe and beats himself in the head with it. <laughs> Has not a girl made you that pretty before? Uh, it's fuck. really a famous bit. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot. Elliot, come on, man. Has not a girl made you that pretty before? It's bad enough it's on record. What are you even trying for? The thing is, Um, Elliot, you can edit this out, but I think you should choose not to.